I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots. 
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey, idiots, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance, mostly by asking ignorant questions with me, your host, Jessica Michelle Singleton. I'm ignorant and ask dumb questions, and that is why we're here. Thank you for joining me. If you are new or you just haven't already, please subscribe, rate, review it on iTunes. It's a big help. It makes me feel good. We just got over the 200 hump. Let's push forward to the 300. That'd be amazing. Can we get 300 before... I don't know, April, that's when I headline a festival in Alaska. So let's work together and make that the goal. I think that's a doable goal. A month and a half, we can get uh, less than 100 more reviews because I think that we're at 205 now. Um, I always screenshot them and share them on my Insta stories so you can see them there. I'm happy to shout you out if you let me know uh, what your review is. Send me a screenshot right before you post it. I'll tag you when I post it in my Insta story. It's fun. Um, shout out to my... Uh, Best Idiots Forever, Jean and Kathy. They are from the Patreon. Um, and I adore them. And I can adore you too. I do adore you. But I'll adore you more if you join my Patreon and help me fucking not die <laughs> by supporting my art. You can join for as little as a dollar and you'll get bonus episodes. And I just had a fun one where my friend Abby Feldman, who will be on an upcoming episode, read my birth chart, which was very silly. Um, and I get deep and dark and I can get as silly as we can. I do different levels, have different things, postcards from around the world, Google Hangs, uh, merch, etc. Uh, although I regularly freak out about the merch thing, panic and think I'm going to cancel it. Um, but that's, I'm realizing that like, I shouldn't worry about trying to have a brand because my brand is just like trash queen, chaotic mess and it should just be fine with it. Um, but it is not, you know, I aspire to be better, but, uh, don't we all? Let me see. Real quick, my shows. February 20th, next week, Nashville. I'm fucking coming for you. Go to my website. Get tickets to see me at Third Coast Comedy Club. One night only, Wednesday, um, February 20th at 8 p.m. And then after that, Toledo, Ohio. I will be there March 8th through the 10th with the fucking amazing Chris Porter. That is going to be a party weekend. So if you are somewhere near Toledo, get there. Those shows are going to be killer. We're going to have a fucking blast. I guarantee it. And then, of course, um, I have some other dates, but April 5th, I'm doing, I'm headlining the Alaska Before You Die Festival. It's the first one in my hometown of Anchorage. Let's sell that shit the fuck out. It's already selling really well. Um, so get your tickets uh, while they last because it's Choku Charlie's 9 p.m. and it's not a big venue and it's always packed out every other time I've been there. So let's do this even bigger and better. You guys, my guess, let's get to her. Um, it's the fucking amazing Sid Wilder. If you already know her, then you already love her. And if you don't already know her, you will shortly. Listen, first of all, she's going to be in Philadelphia basically tonight, February 13th. So if you are a Philly fan, and I know I've got some, I know you've discovered me from various ways, a lot of you from when I opened for Ari last year, go fucking see her at Helium February 13th tonight. She's fucking amazing. She's going to be doing her... I mean, like, all her shit on stage. She'll do a Q&A. I'm sure she's going to do a meet and greet after. She's just great. Tell her you know her through me. She'll get a kick out of that. She's just so fucking cool. Um, 
genuinely just such a good person. It's hard to find genuine awesome people and she is at least in LA and she is one of the good ones. I have to say that for sure. Um, we went all over the map. The theme of it was just about uh, suicide attempts and going into a psych ward. She was um, checked into a mental health facility because of her mental health, which uh, we get deep into, but we were already, we'd already recorded her podcast. We were drinking wine. So we went all over the map. We were like laughing hysterically. At some point, I think I might've cried about like the idea of motherhood. It's fucking nuts. It's just two fun friends drinking wine, having a goddamn blast and you're going to love it. No more ado because I'm not, it's, I can't do it any more justice than just letting you hear it. Thank you guys. Enjoy this episode with Sid Wilder. So, Jessica, <laughs> I have been drinking wine and I have my wine voice on right now. I feel like I could do phone Hi, sex right now. Wait, okay, wait. Let's pretend New phone news sex. News with Sid Wilder. <laughs> uh, Jaina said that she wanted to do a podcast with you with no clothes on. And you were like, I don't know. Is um, that right? No, uh, mean, by I the way, you're holding. I have to take a picture of you holding this wine right now on the hospital bed. Like, <laughs> I look like the most mentally ill person on the planet. No, I. Ever hang away, bitch. Go ahead. Wait, we gotta get we gotta get the ankles on this right now. We gotta get oh yes. This is Patreon only content, you guys. She's doing uh, oh, <laughs> that was for you, Patreon. That was the most attractive thing My you've God. done all day. Holy cob salad. You know <laughs> 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 This is gonna be a great interview. <laughs> uh, I love it. That's so funny. I was someone else did has a nude podcast and i'm also like what is the appeal us just talking about how naked we are well first of all you saw the 70s oh yeah fucking bushwhacked (laughs) over here honey i did into the wild pussy (laughs) girl i did no dick december and if that doesn't showcase that i didn't did and i accomplished that that's what divorce pussy it's like i mean the amount of times i mean i think i said this to you but why have I continued to shake my pussy for nobody? Like, let it go. Let it go. Let, let it, it go. Have you ever been the like... The grows wild in the mountains tonight. <laughs> to be seen. This is the most nature that's ever happened to me right now. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Like, I just feel like such a woman. I really don't. I feel. I feel like a lesbian uh, PE I- teacher. <laughs> Like, what a bad rap. Like, somewhere out there's like a lesbian PE teacher, and then she's like, I shave my bush, you slob. I'd probably still be into it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> just... It's a masculine energy. No, but like, <laughs> yeah, my pussy beard. <laughs> I feel very well. This is divorce pussy, bitch. Divorce, you're like, I've been through a lot. You this can tell a pussy that's ha- that has a story. Is <laughs> you know what? I manically signed up to try to, and I never got the follow up emails. Thank God. I wanted to try to do a vagina monologues of all female comedians in LA. I signed up to produce one, and they never emailed me. Wait, and- why don't we just do it ourselves? Well, there's like a whole approval process from the whom? Actual vagina for the like the scripted ones. I don't know. They do. You have to like pick a charity and get approved, which I'm fine with. But like. It's always around Valentine's Day, so like maybe next year. Next year for sure, that would be great because I feel like our pussies could tell a lot of stories. Yeah. Oh, the things my pussy has seen. If these walls could talk. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> I know, right? That's is that so what funny. That title is about pussy walls. That's hysterical. I love that double entendre. See, my my I was like working in a bit. I was like, if my pussy had eyes, we would never be friends again. You know what oh, I mean? Like, how 
like, could you do this to me? Yeah, like my pussy would need its own therapist. She had one. <laughs> oh my God, that's the most LA thing I've ever heard. I know. Well, I go to a therapist, and then I also take my vagina to the therapist. She has her own therapist. How is it? Oh, I'm act. I'm acting this out with you right now. Oh, I love that. Like we're both like so tipsy, just tipsy enough that I had to be like, "Wait, are we improvising?" Yeah, we're totally like we're trying to do it. Well, I mean, you, you know, have a big- we've been doing a lot of dialectic <laughs> behavioral therapy, and uh, she notices her triggers now, and you know, I have to plug her up sometimes. <laughs> you just sort of have to nip things in the bud every once in a while. It's the way life works. I've been doing a lot of vibrational therapy. You know what? You know what? That's actually a vocal warm up, first of all. Second of all, I thought yes. my vibrator was a hummingbird last do night. Do you sing? A little bit. Oh, we gotta sing. We need to do something with Wait. It. Oh, I sing. What can, what's your like go-to karaoke song? Um, Give Them Something to Talk About by Bonnie Raitt. Or uh, <gasps> like I've got like a raspy. I have a deep. Oh, let's do I like lesbian rock. Oh, let's do me too. Let, and like Tracy Chapman. Yeah, yes. let's let's You're do the it. Only reason to stay here. Yes. yes. Okay, wait, 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 let's let's do the other one. Let's do the first one you said. Um, let's give him something to talk. Yes. about. Yes. 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 Okay. Right, let's do it right now. Yes. Like now. Now. Yeah. 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 People are talking. Talking about people. I hear them whisper. I don't know what comes after that. You won't believe it. Oh, hey, girl. They think we're lovers. Kept on the cut. We're so fucking white women on the couch. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> wait, 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 no, no. I don't know what comes after Let's give them something to talk about. A little mystery to figure out. These are characters. Yeah. Just two divorcees who go to karaoke. First of all. That could potentially absolutely happen in my life. Oh my God. <laughs> Second of all, I hope that never happens to you. Uh, yeah, I mean. Save your money, bitch. Yeah, I'm never getting married, I guess. What you if fucking from the, the regular podcast to now, I'm like, I'd like to find someone who I could, the whole nine yards. You know what? I'm never getting married. Listen. Half a glass of wine. If anything, people should listen to my podcast first to hear the sober us. And then the second one should be the drunk us. And oh that should God. be your podcast. Unless you want oh. people to take you seriously for our podcast, then don't do that. Never. <laughs> Wait. Oh, God, I should. <laughs> Wait, do you not want to or do you want to? I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to gauge the situation. We sitch. can be drunk in my podcast. I oh, like, no, it doesn't matter if like I, I don't like, need your approval. I will be drunk drink. without your. Music. Like, I can't suddenly be not drunk and we haven't recorded it. So we don't really have a choice. here. Oh, no, there's absolutely no choice. It will 100 percent. I have like five uh, questions from listeners and then we can just do whatever. OK, what's up? Oh, are we doing my podcast right now? I thought we were doing it this entire time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was the bonus thing for your. Patreon. Oh, no, I'll still ask you perverted questions. Can I interview you and your podcast? Have you yeah, ever done that? OK, you guys. Welcome to Ignorance is Bliss. Yeah, no, let's do it. Fuck, I love this. And I'll pull up those questions now. Oh, I'm going to, I already have the perverted ones for you. Uh, so, so what's the fastest you've ever kicked someone out of your place? Oh, God. You know what's so funny? Why do you have to bring the Lord into this? <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that not your name? <laughs> um, I, so stupid. That was amazing. I, when I lost my for no, no, it was it fastest? You know, usually the thing is, is I have a weird intimacy hang up on my own place. So usually I'm at the dude's place and usually it's like, yeah. I once was like making out with a guy. We'd been at his place for maybe like 10 minutes. We're making out. Um, I like pull his dick out. I'm touching it. Whatever. Was it nice? 
It was a good girth, like a good size. So that means it was thick it, but not long. And then, in retrospect, when I followed up with him, apparently he just has like a birthmark on his dick. <gasps> but I saw something on his dick, and I was just like, I have to go. Oh, good for you. I, was like, I um. If you see something, leave something. Yeah. <laughs> if you see something, run. No, and I was just like, and I didn't, I didn't have the uh, skills to go. Um, I sorry, I'm a little concerned about what's on your penis. I just was like, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I feel suddenly uncomfortable, and I can't stay right and then I made him walk me this is in New York so I made him walk me to the train because you're but he did, he did he's like oh, okay which is so funny because the particular dude I hooked up with he has a very like kind of bro vibe that you would think he would have been like a dick almost but he's like right uh, all right and I'm sure he was like what the fuck is happening and then he's like and later I was like I don't know it looked like you had like something on your a cauliflower penis. growing and he's like oh I have a birthmark why don't you just ask and I was like I panicked because there was a thing on your dick Oh shit! So it was like maybe like twelve minutes, but I of what twelve minutes of like from walking in the front door, getting to his bedroom. Well, that's that's. I love how you actually had twelve minutes instead of fifteen. That's a very specific time. Yeah, because I feel like it took about ten minutes for his dick to come out, and then <laughs> it's like, and then two minutes for me to like work up the courage of like. You know, sexily avoiding his penis. You know, you're like, mm. wait, how did you sexily avoid his penis? I don't know. I was like, I was sort of touching it, but I was like, were you just like petting it like a dog that you feel obligated to like pet? That hand, that rub, that rub where you're not really like grasping it, it's just sort of like glazing over it. <laughs> and then I was like, mm, I'm sorry, I am suddenly. I just don't feel very good. What was your excuse? Was it cramps? I like, no, I just was like, I don't know. I just don't feel like... Uh, I, I just said I don't feel good. I didn't even give a thing. I was like, I just don't feel good all of a sudden. Something happened. I should go. I'm, And I was like, I'm really sorry. Which I know I don't have to do, but also like, for fuck's sake, if you get a guy's dick all the way out and it's super hard, at least go, ah, my bad, bro. Like, <gasps> you have no obligation to fuck a guy. But, go, but like... Come on. Just go. Sorry about your balls, dude. Like, <laughs> Did you shake its hand and it was nice to meet you? Or? Like, thank, thank you. Yeah, it was like an awkward, like, patting the back hug. And I was like, bye. Now walk me to the train. Yeah, and I'm eternally sorry for that. But Have you ever talked to him again? Yeah, we're like like kind of friends now. Did like, you hook up with him after? No, I never have. And now he has a girlfriend. He seems like very happy. But like, oh, that well, that's so funny because like we'll every once in a while like grab a drink or whatever and catch up whenever I'm in New York. Okay. It's very like in my mind platonic but we have a good like banter thing and i'm like this is fun yeah and i'm like i want to have this with someone who dick doesn't gross me out i know like, have you ever been with a guy that's uncircumcised yeah to me it's like unwrapping a present you know? oh my gosh that's Ta-da. such a good joke like so it doesn't at first i was like huh? you know i wasn't it's, that thrown off by it it wasn't that weird to me it smells when they don't wash it though oh see I want to say that I've never been with someone who has that problem, but also I have like a pretty, like, I wouldn't say I'm completely anosmic, which is like blind, nose blind. I love how you said that word to me. Anosmia. I, <laughs> I only know it because I Googled. I was like, what is it when you can't smell? <laughs> but I would say like, um, I would need to have, like, have you ever seen someone who wears glasses and they're like super thick? I would need that for my nose to smell most things. Oh my God. Something has to be rancid or like way too much perfume for me to notice it even is there that's why so you can when, date comedians yeah, no you're right because you know, <laughs> they're smelly kidding, i broke up with a guy once who was a comedian and uh, a couple of years later i was opening for a comic who i guess this guy had also opened for and he's like oh that's so cute it's cute you dated him it's like then it didn't bother you that he kind of smells and i was like ha 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 and he's like no he kind of has like an odor and i was like what 
Really? Like, I was just fucking this stinky man. <gasps> and you had no idea? No, the sex was good. And I'm like, I don't know, something about fucking stinky people. I'm kidding. But well, I no, hope, yeah, I'm no, like I get in it. Fear of that, and I'm always in fear of, like, my, Smelling. my own smell. Like, I'll be, like, wafting myself, and, like, I over, I know I wear too much perfume sometimes. But it's okay. Because I'm so scared I don't notice that I stink. What, you, I don't. I'm I, also just, like, a sweaty lady, and I feel like I probably have. I don't want to say stinky, but it wouldn't surprise me to find out I have a musky vagina, you know? Shut up. Well, no vagina. I don't know if you ever, it never is good. Like my, I feel like my vagina It's like a fish that's like, died. It smells like it's always burst out of a wardrobe, you know? <laughs> it's like, I'm here and a little bit of dust comes out and it's like, well, you know, it's a little dusty, but it does have a lot of flair. <laughs> like it's like a coat that you're like, it has a little bit of a thrift store scent, but look how a thrift technical store. dream coat it is. It's so glittery. <laughs> <laughs> it's vintage as fuck. Yes. Uh, well, what, like my pussy. Yeah, I know. Fucking <laughs> Listen. Bush city, bitch. Bush, bush city, bitch. You know what? It is. Okay? Yeah, just own it. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. You and I are both on our technology right now. So, um... Listen, Am I interviewing you? Uh, we're, we're, it doesn't, you know what? We don't know. We're just wine. Okay? We're just wine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Red, red wine. Okay. <laughs> so... When was the first time that you remember masturbating? Ooh. Oh. This is a horrifying story. I can't wait. It's not horrifying, but. I can't wait. My best friend told me that she, this was sophomore year of high school. Okay. That she would take the dull end of, neither of us had a, a vibrator okay. or neither is that a vibrator okay. you can't buy when you're not 18 whatever right. she's like here is she's like what I do is at this point we both had our like tight virginal pussies you know <sighs> and now I have a tight virginal pussy still I'm a virgin save me same um, I'm a virgin too do you know <laughs> disposable razors I know them very well we're really close okay so <laughs> doesn't look like it based on your vagina <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's too easy. I have to do it. You should. It was um, my vagina okay, isn't so just like how there's, there's like the pink ones that are sort of like bumpy at the end. She would like hold the razor in with the lid on and she would like put it inside of herself as a way to like. That sounds like something that like, like jailbirds so do. Like, <laughs> like, and when you're in jail and you need to get off and it's like the yeah, closest no, thing. Like, at that point I hadn't discovered a clit. So, and it's like, so I would put this like little razor. I would do it in the shower. <gasps> I tried it and I was like, whoa. Did it feel good? It did feel good because it's like ribbed. How old were you? I was like 14 or 15. Okay. So the appropriate um, but age. there were other times when I was younger where I wouldn't call it masturbating, but I definitely did some like heavy pillow humping because I remember. Like, What's younger though? I don't know. Maybe. Remember my sister's oh. in porn and she fucked me up. Everything oh, was advanced God. with me no, and I was I'm, the youngest. I think like five years old. Really? Here's the thing is that like, I don't know. I, I used to be like staunchly like adamant about like, just cause a woman's sexual doesn't mean she's was molested because people would always, I talk about sex and they'd be like, what were you molested? And be like, no. Yes. I think I remember <laughs> what I, if I was molested and then it's like, well, is it even considered being molested if the relative's hot or something? <laughs> you know, trauma blacks everything out. Yeah. No, it was like, I remember so little of my childhood that I'm like, yeah, God, maybe cause I, I was thought about sex at such an early age. And because I, I mean, I told you this on your podcast, but right. like, um, because that's how I, what I associated with love. Yes. Like, God, maybe some fucking weird shit did happen to me. Yep. Yeah, and it's like... And it did, right? No, I mean, for sure. Yeah. But 
there were times, but not not to go into anything like traumatic, but like where you know, like before you found your clit, where you sort of accidentally graze it, on, yeah. Like, a pillow or the couch and you're like oh mm-hmm. before you knew what it was and it's just like sort of felt good so you'd be like mm-hmm. i did that in a jacuzzi with my sister when i was like six like jacuzzi bubbles and they're shooting into your yeah well so it was like a pool but it was like a jacuzzi like machine thing that was coming out and since there's like wrap your legs around this and it feels so good and like my dad had no idea because we were at my dad's place and he's like yeah he's like you guys are in the pool like that was so bad baby's first fuck machine i but I had no idea what that was. So I was like, oh, this feels you good. You don't know it's not, like, quote, naughty, which it shouldn't be. No, it just felt good. Baby, you're like, wow, this yeah. is different. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what is this? It's hard to pinpoint. You know? It is. But did you have a, like, what was your first moment, though? I like, mean, I'm, I feel like my first magical moment didn't come. I love how you added magical into that. Me and my best friend masturbated next to each other we weren't like masturbating together right god it's like well i can't believe people think i'm a lesbian we were babysitting for some little girl even you're the best babysitters ever <laughs> yeah well and she was like asleep and we started going through her mom's stuff and her mom was like a party animal love she had a jacuzzi tub in her bathroom of so course we like got bud lights out of the fridge we think we're so fucking sophisticated of course and then we didn't like the taste of bud lights so we put a bunch of lime in it love and ended up barking later it doesn't matter but we were just like naked in a bathtub okay and then later we were just fucking going through this woman's stuff. And I can say this because that woman's dead. So. And did um. you get rehired, though, after that? What? Did you get hired again after that? I never. <laughs> I don't know if my friend got fired, but um, we found two vibrators. This is how, like, it was, they were plug-in, but they were little vibrators. Yeah. And they, like, had a cord. It's like they were connected by a cord, but they could be separated. God knows what this woman used them for, but we, like, sanitized them. I was about to say, did you clean them? Yes. And then we're like, let's fucking put them on our pussies. <gasps> because we were both, we were just like, what I imagine, like, I think there's probably a lot of men who in their, like, pre-pubescent, pubescent ages probably jerked off with next to each other watching porn or whatever. Oh, for sure. So it was just like, it wasn't like we were like, yeah. We both just laid there and, like, felt it. Put it on our clits and we're like, oh. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that was, like, explosive. And that's when I was like, uh, I was born to be a slut. (laughs) I didn't have sex for so long after that, but I was like, so I just thought one day I would like hit puberty and suddenly be Trish Stratus and be super hot and just be like, oh yeah, I'm going to fuck so many people. I think you did and you just don't realize it, bitch. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, Yeah, exactly. See, I saw Sex in the City. My mom was watching it because she was like, you know, single mom. And she was like, you can't be in the room when this is on. And I saw Samantha. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, what's the rabbit? And I was like 13 or whatever. And I was like, I'm going to get one. So like I had like a fake ID and I went to a sex shop. When you were 13? Yeah, I was psycho. What trouble were you getting? I was the worst of the worst. I was such a wild child. That's so funny because I just couldn't have even pulled off. Oh. I mean, I did every. I, I bought cigarettes. I bought alcohol. I, I did whatever I could. I looked thirteen. So when I was thirteen, I looked like somebody once saw a picture of me. Someone, I think either a friend in college or a friend maybe out here saw a picture of me, and they're like, "How old are you in this picture?" Like eight, and I was like, "That is from my junior year of high school." Shut up! That's amazing. Yeah. Well, it's, it was amazing, and now I feel like I used to look so young, and now I'm just starting to look my age, which means no I'm years away from hitting the white lady wall where I suddenly look eighty. You know? No, that is so not true because you're so little, you'll always look like super young. I feel like I'm just gonna hit a wall where I look like that evil witch from Snow White. <laughs> Bitch, you know, wait, have you ever done anything? Have you ever done like you don't want to do Botox or anything? 
I'm not even anti doing it. Yeah. I've just get it done. done. Do it. Here's my concern. And it's it's not. Oh, shit. It's not a concern. Is this like, like a well-researched concern? No. Okay, good. Although, how long has Botox been around? Because do they really know the law? It's botulism. Law so you're fucking up your face, basically. Yeah, no. Well, here's my, my biggest concern is like, I don't have any issues with people who do it. If you want to like. I can't move your, my forehead. That's my issue because I, no, because so much of my comedy, you just I, move your fucking eyes, bitch. I think I'm a good, I think I'm a great writer, but like I'm so expressive, and I think some of that really plays into it that I'm afraid I'll lose some of that. Although I'm looking at you, and I don't look at like I don't go like. I just move my eyes like, and my hands a lot. Like, I don't look at you and go, "You've had Botox," but you know, bitch, I've been getting it since I was like 23. Here's the thing, but you know those people you look at, and you're like, "Wow, you look like you have had Botox." I look like it. Trust me, I look like it. No, to, well, but to me. Some people get that like Klingon forehead, and I already think I high sort of have a forehead like that. That I'm, like, I'm you don't I have the like. Do you know the look I'm talking about though? Where yes. It's like, oh, I would name names, but I love them too much, and I don't want to like yeah, yeah. throw them under the bus because I like, still love my them. Fear yeah. Is... I think you should get over and just do it, just so that way you feel so confident. I do look old. No, you don't look the old. Truth is out. I am also, not I'm saying that. I'm saying that. It? Oh, that's true. I'm just. I know. Cheap. It's like. 300 bucks, 200 bucks. Depends How on who you, you go. Do it Every three months. Oh, what a commitment. It's a commitment, but I'm saying I, it's preventative because you do not look that way. I'm doing it right now for preventative stuff. Okay. You know? See, it's like, I, wanna, like, I don't want you to think because I think you're beautiful and I'm being sincere and I like hearing your jokes. I'm like, but just get it and then you won't have to worry about it. That's my thing is like, I like the Botox where it's like, oh, you look refreshed. But I have friends who have started doing Botox and at first like, wow, you look refreshed. And then all of a sudden like, Within a, a, what seems a small amount of time, I'm like, oh, you just look like you've had plastic surgery. If you go to the wrong person, they can fuck your shit up. And it's like, I worked very briefly. I attempt at the office of a plastic surgeon who, in my opinion, does great work. And he he refuses to take clients who want, because some people do want the plastic surgery look. I mean, is, a lot of people like to have their, like, even young girls that don't need it. They just want their eyebrows lifted a couple, like, millimeters, yeah, centimeters it's higher. fucking crazy to yeah. me. But he prides himself on doing work that it's like, no, I want it to be a very natural. <laughs> I love how look. natural and plastic you know, surgery. Well, of course. Right? It's like Botox, but he's like, I don't want anyone who wants fucking huge lips. He's like, that's not good for them. I don't want to do that work. Yeah. So I'm not against it. It's like us not being like strippers, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, the only thing stopping me from being a fucking stripper <laughs> is body confidence. Like, oh my gosh, which you should have. Yeah, no, it's like, I know I've, I've been to enough strip clubs. I've seen enough strippers and I'm like, I could do this and make just as much money. Right. But I you could. don't have the, I don't know. But the- like, God bless him. I wish I fucking had the confidence to clap my ass my in someone's face and just be like, give me your dollar. Like my problem is like, it's a self-respect issue. Like I, at, at the end of the day, like I think I would hate myself and hundred percent like follow through the suicide if I did it, you know? See, now, I think that I would, I don't know. Cause I don't have the confidence to do it, but like I imagine you myself should. if I did it, I imagine myself being one of those fucking give no fucks, devil may care. Like, fuck you, give me money. But since I'm not that, like if I tried to do it now, I would hate myself. Would you? the person I imagine myself being, if I were to strip, would be someone who's like, that's right, I fucking go out, I make my money, I take advantage of these stupid men. (laughs) But I'm not like that, and I'd be like, I'm a piece of shit. (gasps) I'm basically an emotional stripper. And that's what I was about to say. Like being a comedian, you're like a verbal stripper. Yeah. Yeah. It's like way more intimate. It is. And far more disgusting. And vulnerable. No, it's not that disgusting. Shut the fuck up. So you're going to get Botox is what you're saying. No. (sighs) I do want to interview the 
doctor that I worked for though about all that and like ask him like you should I'm gonna interview my plastic surgeon who did my lipo which was the only good lipo? thing I, yes I got lipo bitch really oh yeah was it significant or was it like it was oh no it was like a whole like a whole, that's that's what kept my body like you're like oh shit she lost weight it's because I got lipo but I kept it off because I was adamant about like first of all it was the most painful experience of my entire fucking life is it very painful is there scarring oh yeah I have scars, but they look like zits or something or like birthmarks. But like, I I got my arms, my legs, my stomach, my back. Um, Yeah, I got everything. And then I had fat transfer into my tits. And then is that wait, is it is that all a fat transfer? Fuck no, I had implants. Yeah. Also another thing that that, the fat transfer. No, it did not stay only because I got super depressed. You're talking about that on my podcast. The sad diet makes you lose so much weight. Yeah. that's what happened to me bitch it just wow. all like disintegrated and then I lost my ass which we were talking about because I used See, to have I've such a big butt one. I had one it's when I was super look, chunky it's not great for twerk my Mm-mm. fat goes to my stomach like that's just you know everyone stores that's fat. where mine was too so I'm like I got it if I could move that fat to my ass and have it stay there it will never stay that's yeah. the problem like I don't care who you are it but just doesn't can stay you get it now I'm just asking you about lipo I'm do it do it this is a deeply intimate this is super you guys you can get life fucking deep out and like if you are diligent you can keep that pretty if you are diligent about your diet and exercising and like keeping it off absolutely you can keep it off but there's a lot of people that get lipo and then have to get it again and i'm like you know what that was so fucking painful yeah. i never want to do this again so you're like i'm staying on top of it and it was really expensive so i'm like it's like a car like i'm See, not gonna fuck that up wants to just like do my best but like be how I am and be like this is yeah I love that about you but also it's just like for what sometimes it's like it's all you know I think about that it's like I like I like who I am and I'm okay being like this is who I am and it's fine and I want to be someone who encourages other people to embrace their quote imperfections of course but then it's like people are fucking modifying genes now how long before people are I totally and 100 percent agree with your opinion I feel like whatever makes you happy yeah, and that's why I'm kind of confident. yeah I'm, I'm I'm on both ends of the spectrum because it's like enjoy who you are be yourself don't feel like you need to blend in and be like anyone else exactly. but if it's something that's going to make you happy and feel better about yourself go for how, it yeah that's why I've never had any like you know qualms about like I don't judge people who do it like I oh, I do. If it looks bad, no, I'm oh, kidding. No, no. I judge their doctor. <laughs> yeah, I judge their doctor. Yeah, 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 I judge them if they do it, but but I'm actually just judging people. Like I just don't like them, and I'm finding reasons to. A hundred percent. Yeah, um, I feel bad when I I like try not to do that because I like am too nice of a fucking person, and I usually people that say that are assholes, but I, I sincerely am. I'll just say that like in a, like a joking way, but like it's like ooh, because you know it's come. They're getting that work done because they don't feel pretty about themselves, like on the inside, you know. The- that's a heartbreaking thing. And then thing. it's like, well, are you going to get that? And then are you, it's the same as like, are you trying to fill a void? You know what I mean? Like, Well, I can, I can tell you from my own personal experience, that was the only good thing I got out of my marriage. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like, think it was worth it. No, but it's like, if that does actually like doing something like that, you look at yourself and you feel more confident. Because the thing is, is like, I like to sometimes not wear makeup and be like, I'm fine. I'm just going to be free and whatever. Yes. But then there are times where like when you're, you know, when you dress up, when you fucking look, you're like sharp. It does do something for your self-esteem. You're like, oh shit. Like mama's feeling herself. Feeling in the world. And it's like, if I had the energy every day to achieve that kind of look, it's just, it's so much work. I feel exactly like, the I same feel like way. I could own the planet. 
same like we would literally be like jay-z and beyonce but both females because jay-z's yeah. a bitch anyway and we hate him beyonce <laughs> and illuminati don't kill us please <laughs> thank you for coming to beyonce and beyonce <laughs> no but like when you do feel yourself and you feel good like there's nothing better yes. i feel like i'm taking over this interview i'm so sorry you no, keep touching your phone like you. for no, questions like, i'm just keep pulling my questions up so i don't forget to ask no and like i keep touching my computer we keep touching our technology not ourselves we're, we're so addicted we're like i need a thing to scroll i know i'm saying this like we're recording it like on the video but we're not but can i do one thing for you so, to be a good host because i feel bad about your wine what your wine issue. Okay, you can pretend that it's not about your wine glass, <laughs> and that's fine, and I'll take more. But just so you guys who can't see us know, her wine glass is empty, and mine still has. First of all, there is no evidence, <laughs> <laughs> so like no one is going to believe you unless you take a picture. I'm brutally honest. Okay, no, I'm doing an Instagram story right now, so you guys will have seen the Instagram story. Fuck you. Okay. Okay, so we're live on the podcast. Sorry, you guys are hearing this repeated. Sid was just like, I don't want to be a rude host. I, if, if we could pause, I just want to make sure you have enough wine. My wine, ha- I have wine in it. Hers is empty. And she's like, let me be a good host. I can't even pour it into the <laughs> fucking lush. <laughs> it's okay. I'm fine with it. Um, I love it. Oh, my God. There's just, it went into a second video. I love it. I love that I'm just telling the people listening what's going on in a thing. And you guys can hear this goddamn thing in the background. First of all, that's an exclusive if I've ever heard one. Um, it went into a second video and it's just me going, you fucking lush. <laughs> I'm actually not. I have to be sober. I, I don't know about you, but like. Am I going to? Oh, I was like, is this, is someone going to be like, Sid, you're <laughs> off the wagon. No, I rarely drink. No, I will. I had a, um, I'm very open about this too. Cause like the first time I went to rehab, I was also 13. So it's like. Oh, damn, girl. Yeah. I started super early with everything. I was, I was a wild, as wild as I could be, whatever I could get my hands on to piss off my dad. I would, I was a hundred percent down for, you know, oh my God. you know, not yeah. that he even cared, but I was like trying. It's like, notice me. Yeah. It didn't work, uh, but it's okay. So 13. Wow. I was like the movie 13. Basically that was like my kind of, did you ever see that movie? It was such a good, fucked up, but very good movie. Wait, it was like kind of a horror thriller, wasn't it? Mm, it oh, no, Evan Rachel Wood was in it. Twenty twenty-three. Wasn't one with Jim Carrey. Oh, he was definitely not in that movie. Seven. God, Seven. I yeah, yeah, yeah. There are, there are. No, there absolutely are. But Thirteen was a really good. Uh, it was a really good movie. It was very eye-opening. I don't know. I liked it. So yeah. Yeah, it's just, I, I'm like thirteen, as if I didn't start. I started a little bit like pot and drinking, but I wasn't out of control. Right. Oh, I, I, all I ever did. I never did any hard drugs other than like i've done shrooms but i don't really for some reason i don't consider a hard drug i was doing cocaine when i was like 16 and then God i quit damn. no i just always was like the one person the dare program worked on a little that i was like i'm gonna do one bump and i'm gonna die <laughs> and then i got older and i was like uh i'm already so annoying without cocaine oh my gosh cocaine. and then i got older and i was like i used to be afraid if i did drugs i'd die now i'm afraid if i do them i won't die and right <laughs> i only want to do an amount that kills me so i'm like let me just never go down that path because that's a horrible thought to have it's good to not go down that rabbit hole when you know that there's a problem but i only did it for a week and then i quit because i opened cocaine? i did uh, my sister introduced me to it unfortunately but i opened a bible and i couldn't read the words and it really pissed me off because I, my mom came into the room and I saw her and she saw me and she knew that there was something wrong. And of course I lied because I, I didn't want her to know. And uh, I didn't believe the Bible. I never touched it after that. And I've never done it again. And I, I just don't. I, cocaine is something that it just doesn't do anything for you. You're high for what, five minutes? And then it's like. I don't know. It's, I mean, it seems like. I feel like doing comedy is such a better high. I mean, I love 
I love it. That Isn't is like, it? I mean, it's so corny to be like, comedy is my drug, but like, it really is. It's great. Do you, I, I, and I can never perform ever. I will have a drink after the show, but I can't perform on anything, even if, and I never no, drink I when never I'm. I never do. It's like occasionally, I have a set tonight and we're drinking wine, but like, yeah, occasionally I'll have like a drink. Yeah. And that's only now that I am like very aware of like my ability. Well, you've been doing it for so long. Yeah. So you're fine. And it's like, and I won't do it when it, when it feels like it's, oh, it's, if, if it's like an important, someone's watching, whatever. I just never wanted to get, I, cause I knew it's what I wanted to do. I never wanted to get in the habit of, I gotta have my drink for though. Cause then it's like, you're doing two sets a night. Yeah. Every night. And then it's like, now I'm accidentally an alcoholic. Yeah. So. And it's like something, it's like a crutch that you don't need, you know, I feel like it, do, it doesn't help your performance. No. It really do doesn't. have, um, other coping mechanisms. Like, I know that we both, oh, sorry, I'm trying to, like, I was trying to really sneakily segue into, like, mental health. Bitch, do it. Let's do it. I'm down. There's nothing like talking about mental health when you're drunk. <laughs> no, because no, it's, like, I don't know about you, but, like, I have had a couple moments of, well, I mean, I do know a little bit about you, but, like. Mo- Thank you for listening to my podcast. Yeah, I love it. The fucking, also, the first episode you did, I started following your therapist on Instagram. Like, um, but, like, it's such a good. Thank you set up for like this is what's up this is what's happening with my um, life yeah and especially because i feel like a lot of people probably listening to yours you know maybe are coming from instagram or whatever and they're seeing the vapid it's hard to really show your story you. yeah it's, it's the instagram version of me is not really who i am it's it's a facade yeah which you is know? so much of social media it is well and it's hard to like really show exactly who you are in that medium because you have one minute i think you can do up to like 10 one minute videos yeah and that's it and like I don't know about you, but for me, when I do multiple videos or multiple pictures, it does not get as much engagement or likes. No, it doesn't. Mm -mm. And it's like, yeah, it's just so hard. Even though I I don't think that's the intention, all social media platforms sort of paint you in like a one dimensional. People are like, oh, you're you're the this thing. And that's it. Well, that's they just want to put you in a box and a brand. And it's so interesting because there's people that have millions upon millions of followers that have this brand. Oh, my gosh, she's so cool. She's so nice. I want to have a drink with her. She's like my best friend. She is the biggest conniving bitch you'll ever fucking meet in your entire life. But you don't know it because she's very smart with her brand and she knows how to work it. And she's like, that's she only shows you the stuff you want Want to to see validate that opinion you have. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And it's like, and it's annoying too. And it's funny because I was looking at you and all the, you know, I was like doing my good research because I like to investigate and shit. And even with the male comics that don't have a following that aren't, you know, and they're very talented at what they do. Don't get me wrong. But like when they take their shirt off for a goofy picture, that photo gets at least a hundred percent more likes than all of the other shit that they're posting. And they're not even famous. People engage in like with the taking off. Yes, they do. Sex. I mean, there's a reason it sells. sells. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's, even um, selfies, they say, do better than, like, photos of nature or whatever. I mean, it all depends on the brand that you're building. But, like, anytime your pants are off in nature, I think it's always going to do good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, that's the thing is, like, I take my pants off for photos to be silly. And I did it because mm-hmm. I started doing it because I had a picture taken of me when I just wasn't wearing pants because I was at a festival in Asheville. And we found this creek. And we're like, let's go swimming. And I didn't have a bang. So I was like, I'm just fucking taking off my pants. I love you. And so then I was like. And to me, it was funny because it's like I have this old man butt. But then occasionally, you don't. I do, but occasionally I get the right angle, and it's actually a good butt photo. And the one like, with oh, your man. foot up. Yeah. Yes. So hot. And now it's like, oh, these look like thirst traps. When it started as a silly thing, right? But they get people going, oh, the butt photos, and I'm like, well, you know, you're tuned in, I guess. Yeah. No. Unfortunately, that's a marketing tactic that you just have to use, and that's exactly what I've been doing. It's so funny to be like, now you've seen my butt. Let me tell you about my jokes. I'm like, wait. wait. 
more butt. If it works, it works. And you don't have to do it forever and you can't do it forever. That's the thing. A lot of girls that do that think that they can do it forever. And that's the sad. That's the sad. Yeah, that's when the joke like, dies. You know what, though, like, milk it for all it's worth while you can. Because it is what it is, you know? Yeah, God. Oh, God, my butt's getting even worse. I'm just so glad I can do voiceovers. <laughs> oh, my God. I should get more into voiceover. Um, <laughs> okay, pull up your... You can, pull up your question because I want to talk to you about... Well, I have so many more sexual questions to ask you. Literally, the list, like, never ends. I can't... I, that's so funny that this is going to be like... Half sexual, half mental health. That Well, I said that in the opening. I'm like, I'm the girl that will talk about her vibrators and then mental health yeah, and, like, and inspirational I shit. I myself with a vibrator. <laughs> I try to. Um, Man, I don't know what kind of death that would be, but that doesn't sound that bad to go out that way. Yeah, come and go at the same time. Oh, I've, I've shit. I've heard somewhere. That's not me. It's like from a, a, a... I think it was a Golden Girls episode, to be honest. <gasps> but... I love it. Oh, that's so Lisa Blanche Sunset. Had, like, a man die on top of her in a nursing home or something. I kind of love her. Oh, uh, she's my icon. She, that's the thing is when people go like, I'm a Samantha. I'm like, no, bitch, you're a Blanche. Yes. So, like, Sex in the City is they ripped off personas of... What what the fuck is it called? Um, Golden Girls. Yes, Golden Girls. Oh my gosh, I should have helped you out with that. <laughs> no, my brain just was like... <laughs> no, I was the same way too because I was taking a pause with you. <laughs> I just said it. <laughs> no, it really was. It really was. But I mean, both shows were great. So, you know. who, who are you? Are you a Blanche? Me? I think I'm a fucking... Charlotte. Dorothy. Oh! <laughs> but get away from me. No, I'm a mix of like a... There's no place like home. I just don't know where that dick is. Yeah, no. I don't... I honestly don't know. I used to be like diehard. I used to be like, I am Carrie's, Samantha. Carrie is not as cool as I thought she was no, as an me. adult. Like, me neither. And I think I'm a Carrie. Like in the worst way. We can't be friends anymore. No, no. <laughs> I would say I'm a hybrid of I'm just Carrie's kidding. Samantha. I'm just kidding. I'm Charlotte. Oh God, am I Miranda? No, I'm not gonna have a baby. I I can't house one, but like I would like to. Samantha, does she fall in love? Does Samantha fall in love? I have the best meme I'm gonna post on Girl Interrupted about Samantha. Oh my God! Now we're just going on about. Fucking... I don't care, everyone. If you don't love Sex and the City, then you will never get into her pussy. I'm just telling you that right now. Yeah, know the fucking way in. Yeah, you need to literally. <laughs> what i mean when i say stop being a big like <laughs> fucking get out of my pussy and aiden is everything he's so and then she didn't end up with him i was so pissed now now i'm just like should we have a sex in the city podcast i mean i feel like i have the game like one night done? this is has to have been done wait what no you me and whoever your friends are whoever Let's my friends sex are in the city game fuck yes like a board game yes and um, I also have a, an amazing, amazing game called You Bet Your Ass. You would fucking love it. Oh, my God. I have nothing to bet, but I'm there. No, 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 no. <laughs> it asks you. Thank you for just being down. But it's the most inappropriate game that asks you the most inappropriate sexual questions. And you bet on the other. Like you. It's like it's like Vegas, but with sex. And so it's amazing. Bet who's done it? Yes. <gasps> we, we and their asses. Right, they're jack asses. They're little jack. They're little donkeys we need that you this. bet your asses on. It's amazing. We should do this in like live stream or something. Um, 100%. Um, fuck. Let's I love talk, that let's game. Let's talk mental health. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, Amazing transition. Uh, <laughs> singleton. Amazing. So you have been, uh, you've been to a psych ward. I have. Yeah, okay. It was a very interesting experience because, you know, I thought I was going to a day spa. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I got there and I was like, this is an all-inclusive. <laughs> um, 
Wait, is that true? Was it like an intervention style? Like, let's just bring you. No. So what had happened was I was going through a really rough patch. I had a really toxic, horrible relationship and I was leaving. I was, I filed for divorce. I left and then I got into another relationship and it's super. Yeah, it was really bad. And then I found out, um, there was a lot of bad things happening in that situation. And so I, I, and my sister, anytime you're with family, family, there's so much history there. It can go from zero to 60, like that, yeah. you know? So I took my sister out for her birthday and we got into a big fight. And that was just like, sometimes there's just like a thing that like. Catapults tr- you. Triggers. Yeah. It's like, I used to like roll my eyes when people would be like, I was triggered. I'm like, fucking pull up your bootstraps, bitch. Yeah. you don't even realize. You don't. And I didn't know I was walking around constantly triggered. Yeah. And, and it's, it's something that you have to like figure out for yourself. And also I just had pussy cancer surgery and I got diagnosed cancer, with that. Wait, is that. Okay. Cervical, so sta- ovarian, ovarian, cervical, okay. cervical. Yeah. The beginning. So it, it was and it, you know, kept coming back and it was bullshit. But at the time, like it was just like, imagine being this like Instagram girl with all these hot, thoughty, disgusting photos that every girl hates me and every guy just wants to fuck me yeah. and doesn't care about me as a person. So it's like, I have all that, that fucking image working for me, you know, You're like nailing it. Yeah. I Instagram online. You know, I was like, and then like, I the, will sell you tea. Basically, yeah, and I did, and I did, yeah. and I actually made good money off the tea brands. But <laughs> Were they, did you actually do the teas? Are they good? You know, I don't want to uh-huh. ruin any future brand deal that I could potentially get. So no, no comment, no comment. But if I don't, then I'll totally tell you. <laughs> uh-huh. Just because it pays really well. Um, but uh, I know, isn't that horrible? I'm being transparent at least no, about I mean, it. Yeah, no, it's fine. I mean, sometimes I literally shit myself, but then it's like you're losing weight. I think I'm an, amb- an ambassador for an ambassador. What a dumb word, but like it's a true word though yeah, for like delivery meal services. I used to have one when I had money with so, my ex. Okay, so it's great. I'm just whatever. I get it. Like you do your thing, but also I'm hoping that because I'm also gonna do them, and I'm like oh, you should actually you should make good money yeah, from I would it. Never advertise something that I'm not trying, but I'm like I've been constantly talking about looking for something that's like paleo yeah whatever yeah because i thought i was gonna be a meal prep person and my therapist was like maybe you need to accept that like you don't have the time for that you need to find another solution do you not have the time for it no i just i mean i sometimes i don't eat because schedule which right used to be like that right anyway i interrupted no 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 no. i i think that's a, a a good point because you i mean it all goes back to health like mental health you have to meal prep to take care of yourself like i get it yeah and it's like i want to be healthy but then it's like I'm adding more stress than I am benefit by going, I didn't eat this and I didn't make this and I don't have time. And it's like stressful. And she's like, maybe think of like finding a service or like stocking up on snacks to have a solution. And I was like, so basically we need to get a sponsor for both of us to have someone meal prep 75 factor 75 shout out for you guys. Yeah. Because I don't fucking remember the shit. And she also needs to get the contract and the money. Money, 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 bitch, money, money. But yeah, I was, um, I was 51 50 and my, was there one thing that set it off? Yeah. My sister said, uh, uh, so this is the dumbest thing that set it off. And it was so funny. so funny when you go like, once you're out of it, you're like, I can't believe I let, that is the reason. Well, I had seven shots of vodka on an empty stomach. So like that oh, also the, isn't the, the healthiest. The fucking, I've cried and been like, ah, from just, and I'm like, oh God. Oh yeah, it was a lot. So it is never good to like cope with dicks, relationships, or any sort of substance when you're going through a very traumatic event in your yeah, life. It's the, I mean, unfortunately, the best thing you can do if you can is try to bear down and go like, all right, it hurts and it's going to hurt. 
And I gotta just fucking let it hurt for a while. You have to. You have to just like grow through the pain. And that you sounds like the go, most like, stupid Instagram be quote. Like this, but right now it is like this, and you just have to accept it. It sucked. And well, because I felt like I was going through that forever. Because like the second I my marriage started to like fall apart is like when my best friend slash ex boyfriend died. So it's like yeah, it's just one on top of the other. Yeah, it was like it was a lot to go through. But it's okay. Was that? Did he die of? Uh, he was run over by a train. Jesus. Yeah. Christ. And then I felt uh, he guilted me for going to his funeral which was super fucked up your your ex-husband or yeah actually verified (laughs) ex-husband finally oh no i didn't know at the time though was he oh oh no no no. we were still together very very together at that time and then i found out a couple weeks later he was cheating on me and then his ex-girlfriend was like working at his job and it was like super fucked up yeah Uh, yeah yeah but anyway so i was just fucking if i could just say this just don't get married. Just don't be in a relationship if I'm, you can't be I mean, faithful. If it's, yeah, if you can't That's be faithful and can't like, commit, don't. don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. But the thing that I learned, and this was crazy. So it's like when I went in, when I went to the psych ward, which was really stupid that I had to even end up there anyway. But like, I, I feel bad to like knock it. But I, somebody else made you go there. You were 51. Danielle 50. Delaney, my therapist. Hot, hot, amazing therapist. I love her. She's awesome. She's like my superwoman. Angel. Yeah. I, angel. I didn't love her at that time. Of course not. No, when getting fifty-one fifty isn't like. Well, like when the cops arrive to your place and you're like, "This is literally what I did." It was so okay. First of all, my mom almost had a heart attack because she called my mom first. Because in those situations, like yeah. you have to call it. Like, controlling who is the closest person to her. Yeah, yeah. So she called to my try mom. To save you if you are about to. Which is super selfish of me, but I was like on a lot of drugs and I was drunk and like whatever. It was like not a good it's look fine. for me. No, I I, mean, I was fucked up and it's okay. Like I'm totally cool with like admitting that. Like hey, everyone goes through tough times. And like everyone just wants you to feel okay. So like yeah. I hate, I hate that. And I know the feeling of like the guilt on top of it that it's like, oh, no, it it's sucks. like, it's a, like, it's okay. You're okay. Yeah. You know? But then my mom almost died because she almost had a fucking heart attack walking in because she thought I was like dead. And so I was like, mom, don't die. Even though I try to kill myself. It's like, no, this isn't about, you. I don't want to kill myself because my mom would make it about her. Like, <gasps> no, my mom like, would my never do. My poor daughter feel bad for me. Like we have heart problems in our family though. Legit. Like I thought like oh, it was God. like, she was on the floor too, like panting. Like I thought she was having a heart attack and then the fucking cops arrived. And I was like, excuse me, I need to change before. No, but my, the, the guy who is the EMT super hot and he was exactly like, maybe you should just exercise. Oh, the fucking most dismissive. Yeah, and he's like, maybe... Also, to, like, A, dismissing mental health, but then, like, you don't say to a woman to exercise. Oh, he's like, yeah, maybe you're just stressed out. You need to breathe. Have you ever thought about breathing and exercise? Like, yeah, I've been doing... Uh, breathing? I've been doing it for fucking 21 years. Yeah, I was like, bitch. listen, Magic Mike, I don't need your fucking opinion right now. I need to get to the fucking hospital and calm the fuck down. You're like, I need a fucking tranquilizer. I don't need to breathe. Yeah, so when they got when I got to the hospital, it was like I was there with like I don't know if you noticed, I was trying to cut off my breath. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I was trying to stop breathing. It didn't work out Is that very what well. I was trying to do a hang. Yes, I was so hanging I, I was hanging on a doorknob. Hanging on a doorknob? Yeah, before Chris Cornell died and it was like a thing. Yeah. I had, took the robe tie from my robe and I no, I, I, I was I there. I tried to hang myself. It doesn't work out. No, one, it's okay. You and I both failed at that, bitch. We're it. still I here. Like a, I don't know how else to describe it besides like a manic depression. Yeah. Where, like my brain was out of control and I was like, I just have to shut it off. Yeah. That's where I was. And so I tried to like hang myself over. Like I had a rod shower that came out of the ground. Oh, no. So I tried to like fucking like strangle myself and the whole shower just was like oh ah. shit it was like a stripper pole like, falling down on my neck and i was like oh this is embarrassing you're like this is a necklace i was wearing a necklace out in the sun like, no it's like it's like like the 
this is the new thing, like chokers. It's like you kind of like brand it into you. Did anyone ask you about it? I mean, I went, I'm so mentally ill. I went straight to an open mic and I was like, well, back to work. Oh, shit. See, I I did the same thing. And the homeless man, this man, Jem, who like lived in a fucking. It's probably my roommate. He was probably my roommate. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. He literally was like, hey, funny stuff up there. Just so you know, it gets better. And I was like, oh, a homeless man just told me it gets better. You know what? It does, though. It does, though. Wait, did did you go to a place? No, I never. Because I I didn't tell anyone for like a year. You bitch. So you didn't have to fucking experience that? No. Well, I didn't have a therapist. I didn't call anyone. I just like, I just left my house and I was like, I guess I got to keep going. Oh, shit. I didn't feel like I had any support system. And at that point, I wasn't going to therapy. Right. But it's not about me. Let's go back to you. No, no, no. Well, the only reason I had it. your therapist that you were. My therapist was there for a crisis intervention because I had money at the time. I don't anymore. But like at the time I did. You're like, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why. I'm here for you money <laughs> no she's a great there i love her she's you know no, but like did you how did she know did you call her or what? uh i don't remember doing this but i she just left because she was there like for hours and we were fine and then i was like okay good night bye because she was there oh, so she like came like you were yeah she came fucked up you probably called her or whatever you're so drunk yeah no no. I mean, she came to intervene with the sister and the whole situation and to calm everything down because like my mom went inside with anyone because she's a good mom so i was like i was that was making me cuckoo like because like, like we're like best friends and she's not signing with me I was like and, yeah yeah and she she wouldn't because she's good so uh because she's like i'm not is this fucking and my sister but my sister was like staying at my place like it was a fucking hotel okay like expecting hair and makeup and ubers and all this stuff and like you know it was it was a lot it's it was a lot but when i got there it was it was really life-changing to not have my cell phone to not have to worry that like and i didn't want to go there like at all like i'm sure you're like what i was calling fucking everyone when i was in that fucking hospital at burbank for like 12 hours trying to be like can someone get me out of this like i was calling every fucking contact i had i had no i didn't fucking care i had no shame i was like listen so this happened i'm trying to get out of this like who can i call nothing like because you can't be like Hey, hey, so, so I tried I'm to... in a psych ward. <laughs> no, no, no. It was before I got there. It was before I got oh, there. It was just like hospital. Yeah, because they fucking brought this computer stupid bullshit thing over that looked like it was from 1980s, okay? Like, oh, good. This will help. And this psychologist or psychiatrist, I don't know what the fuck her label was. All I know that was I was Skyping with someone for less than two minutes and she goes, you're going to be admitted. I was like, bitch, you don't know me. Oh my God. <laughs> I was calling That's everyone so to get funny. out. That thing you'd be like drunk out of your mind. Like, you don't know me. I was actually super sober considering oh, the people that I was next to. Up. Oh, yeah. I was there for like 12 hours. Oh, yeah. That's right. You just said that. And then they had to put me in a six-point stretcher, which is why you're on one right now. And uh, Oh, yeah. By the way, you guys, if you haven't already, um, I'm sure you have because I by now I would have posted. But girl, interrupt and check it out. Her fucking, this setup. Okay, wait. I got this on Craigslist for $200. Okay, I was going to be like, wait, but how did you get one in your home? Yeah, yeah. And low-key, I totally want to have sex on it one day, but I haven't, um, I haven't no, done that I yet. Think that was like my first thought. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Then I'm like, I want someone to fuck me in a hospital bed. Isn't that horrible? I, well, okay, wait. First of all, get this. Okay, so when I get to the hospital, I'm greeted by this guy who's saying I'm comfortably numb in a straight jacket, which I was like, this is an interesting introduction to this facility. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, were you in a straight jacket? No, I wasn't. I was on a six-point stretcher, so okay, it was, like, so they have you, like, restrained. Restrained. It's kind of hot. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, I mean, like, the photo of your podcast, I'm like, oh, God, that's hot. Yeah. And I've never even thought of someone who, like, wants to be restrained, but I'm like, 
Yeah, no, I get why people are in. Yeah, no, I see it now. Yeah, it's kind of hot. Okay, so, but that wasn't hot when I got there. <laughs> yeah, it was not hot. It was terrifying. Not the it. same look. And then this other guy was trying to bust out and they had to like inject him with shit and they put him in the padded room. Wait, so he's like trying to escape and they like fucking yeah. him. And my grandfather always said, look people straight in the eye. Like, you're uh, not afraid of them. I know what you're about to Because he's a Navy SEAL. So yeah, because I said this on my first podcast, yeah. I think. And so I did. I was like, hello. Like, I, I wanted to make sure everyone knew I wasn't fucking That's afraid funny, of them. I. I've always no. I don't think anyone even told me that. I've always just been like, you fucking make eye contact. And you look them like, yes, you're not fucking with me. And I see who you are, and I know what you look like. Yes, and being a stand-up comedian, I feel like you have to do that because you have to like figure out a way to connect yeah, and also know like, that you're not afraid. And that is a way. Like you have to look at people and be like, how can I connect with you? Yes. Which like, I like it. I think it comes from an empathic place, but saying it in a sentence like that makes me sound like a psychopath. No, it doesn't. It just makes you. It makes you aware of your surroundings. I feel like it makes you in control, and it makes you. That's how it you're just confident. The playing field, but also you are a. An attractive young woman in a... You don't realize that you're... Like, this is, is so fucked up. No, you're not going like, I'm hot. No, but I will tell you. I realized that I was... I'm, I'm not saying this in, like, a narcissistic way, but, I like... I'm really hot for a psych ward. <laughs> basically, <laughs> I was like, oh, now I see why people... Because, like, like when I when I was, like, saying hi to everyone, they are like, the nurse pulled me aside because well, there's a lot of nurses there and there, of course the training nurses that are like why are you here I'm like bitch it's not your like I don't want to talk about this right now but like I always said You're something fa- you bitch fake nurse get out of my face no because before I went there I googled like what do people look for in a psych ward so that way I knew like what to do <laughs> so that get way out. fuck yeah. yeah I was like yeah but they they test you because they're like okay we're gonna keep you here a little bit longer and they're trying to make sure that you don't have like another psychotic break I was like okay yeah, yeah. whatever you want to do it's fine yeah you have to it's like a manipulation game you have to like learn how to play it it's so fucked up I know that sounds so really funny. funny but my roommates one was like the girl from the ring she watched me sleep all night and they do the checks she just watched you sleep and then the other girl had tattoos on her face and she looked like a WNBA player that didn't Whoa. make it that's so scary and she didn't talk to me the only thing she said was move your shit and I did okay yeah I did I did and uh, I was in unit one because there wasn't enough beds in like the eating disorder suicidal unit so I was like with the homeless people that were talking their coffee cups and unit one the place where like you normally should have been there just wasn't enough yeah I was like in one flew over the cuckoo's nest that was like a (laughs) instead of girl interrupted anyone else there that you're like oh you're also like sort of lucid none of them really like when we had a good theory serious sorry go ahead no, no, I, well, because my mom, after my dad left, she was, I didn't know until years later and thinking back, she was like in the hospital because she was sick and I'm like, oh, nah, you know, now you know, like, oh, you were in a psych ward. Yeah. And her talking about how everyone else is crazy. They and like walked in the, the hallways. Like everyone in the, ho- everyone <laughs> in the mental facility, a psych ward, like when their family comes, they're like, all these other people are crazy. And like, they don't know that they're <laughs> a fucking bad shit. Like, <laughs> these lunatics. And they're like drinking from an empty cup or something yeah it's you know it's like that's like what broke my heart like the most because like when they ask you because you have to go to group in order to like you know yeah you have to go through the whole you have to do the whole thing because if you don't do it then they won't let you leave so i was like at every group therapy super early (laughs) and like i'm healthy yeah the first thing they ask you in like that rehab song with amy winehouse is like why do you think you're here and you have to answer the question everyone has to go around and so like my first thing was like do you have like a whole minute because like I need to give you the full explanation so I gave them the backstory and then when you hear everyone else's story it's like some people just have the roughest hardest life I mean there was a woman in there that was like with a bunch of crack dealers that like you know she I was like so are you gonna go back on crack like she was getting crack when she was in there every every lunch like because at lunchtime you could have like family come visit you she had a different guy with her every time and she was making out and I was like how are they fucking allowing this which is like what is with the government system by the way shout out to all the California taxpayers thanks for the vacation (laughs) (laughs) 
like, what? okay, no one's stopping this. No one's like, hey, like, don't. Not. I mean, it was crazy. But then there's, you know, girls that were in the military family. The dad, like, raped her. And, like, you know, she was totally trying to fuck me. She tried to steal my pillow when I was leaving. And I was like, this is, like, the crazy, like, yeah. it's just some of the craziest shit. Um, but it's also, like, you... I guess when you go to group therapy, you sort of see a little bit for some of the people. Oh, I mean, there's some. There was you go like, oh wow, like this comes from trauma. All of it comes from trauma, but like there's. I mean, that was like a a a tough time in that moment, but like you've had a lot of shit, right? Girl, it's so like it's like it's so much that like like what you were talking about earlier on my podcast, like you try to tell people. And they get scared. Yeah, and they're like, no, they like don't like they can't process it. No, and it's like. I, like I've had enough that, and I I know so many people have had it so much worse than me. But like exactly, where I'm yeah. Like, uh, how have I not like? Sometimes I'm afraid of like relationship stuff, partly because I'm like, I don't, and I think I'm one thing away from a break. Like you know what I no. mean? Whereas like no, and right now I don't. And like, but when I'm in my worst moments, right now I feel like because I've been actively working on myself. Yeah, you know, trying to meditate, trying to like. Be healthy, keep inventory of everything that's going on. But like, sometimes I'm like, boy, I might be one heartbreak away from snapping. So I shouldn't. See, I don't even feel okay. I don't feel that way about relationships anymore because I feel like I'm getting my power back. And I'm like, I know what this is. Like, I'm just like, eh, whatever. You are what you are. And I am Uh, what I am. And I don't, I really don't, I don't care anymore. Only because, let me tell you, my divorce is final. I don't have that, like my divorce, all the stress of it. What's going to happen? Not only that, but, like, I had to represent myself because I was getting so broke from, like, all the attorney's fees and getting fucked Jesus over everyone. Christ. I had three fucking attorneys over a three-year process. I was losing my shit, and, like, I have a lot of skills, okay? And I'm not saying this because I'm, like, I think I'm narcissistic, but I can't be an attorney. I'm I just not I an attorney. I better than because, like, <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm narcissistic, but I can be an attorney, and I would have fucking... Girl, it's, like, representing yourself. No, it's... Well, you also just feel crazy, and you feel like you immediately feel at a disadvantage because you're like, oh, I don't even have... It's this, It's a power thing, you know what I mean? Um, like, oh, I wish I, w- I would have come in for you and been like, bitch, I'm gonna get you money and you just give me 10% of what I'm about to fucking get you. Yeah, well, I didn't get anything in my Listen, divorce. I may have had a little too much wine, but... <laughs> no, no, I, I, did, I wish I, I... I mean, that would be great, but you have to have... I, I know the law, so like you have to have, you know, your California your bar, license and bar and everything. So it's like, that would take you a little bit of time. Exactly. So like, no, I would totally I, take you up on that. Had you had that, I'd be like, bitch, you're doing it. Like, you have no excuses. God, but I like, remember I had a like manic episode briefly after... Uh, fucking college where I was like I knew I wanted to be a comedian then I was like maybe I should just take the LSAT and I took a pre-LSAT and then I was like I'm not fucking going to law school but now I'm like but Elle Woods <laughs> now it's like oh maybe I should have as a fallback I'm like for what it's There's the so worst things, though if I go down a rabbit hole of thinking about like what could have been where I'm like oh if only I'd had I'd had parents that like pushed me in a direction or supported me at all maybe I'd be I literally think and this is so stupid but we relate so much I just no, I love had, you and I'm glad it worked out the way it did i think i found the thing i'm born to do absolutely you're so fucking good i love you i love you too oh my god i love you too (laughs) but i'm like i think i would have gone into like astrophysics or something or like that's why you want to fuck one of them no i'm so no i love it like i take uh i casually take like free online courses about it there's a website called edX.org, but they have courses from like reputable universities and a lot of it's like they're trialing the course to give to their students but like i just love learning about it 
first of all you need to go down i think the spacex like that i think there's like a a hub like down uh, do you know what i'm talking about like down and like near the beach yeah, no, you I need to meet go. a guy down there. I'm I'm dead serious. Like you need like you and I just need to go have drinks one night. You would be so like I feel like you would meet the love of your life down there. Yeah, it's like I want someone We're future casting right now. Yes. That's what's gonna happen. I want to be able because there's stuff I like I have thoughts about stuff in that realm where I'm like, I don't have the scientific knowledge to explain how I feel, but I'm very curious. What about this? And it's like I would love to have someone I could have those conversations with that has a little bit of the inside but could you be cool with not having any feelings or having that person not know how to feel feelings i i mean it's not a stretch to say that this like, podcast is so much better than the podcast like we did earlier i feel like dated are probably on the spectrum so like, <laughs> my therapist said it's good to date people that are like that little asperger's yeah like so i think i'm fine with not yeah, no, I think I'm fine without the... Because you know they don't have game to pick up any other women. <laughs> you yeah, know, and it's like... No, seriously. And it, and well, and I also think I realize that it's like, it's not that you're withholding feelings. That's the thing is like, if like the idea that someone's like not giving me the feelings they have, and I'm like, oh no, this person is giving me all they have. This yeah. is just all they have. <laughs> like, this is just as deep as the well goes, and you got to be okay with it. <gasps> Michelle, I love you. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Fuck. Wait, let me, okay, wait, you sort of answered, I think, some of the I have, I know, that's the, that's the thing with you, too, because you're so open and vulnerable and amazing that it's like, but I have so many more perverted questions if, if I answered everything that your fans I asked. have a couple more, and then let's get into the perverted ones, because this will make my fans happy, and it'll make your fans happy. Um, first of all, your podcast with me, Drunk Said, by the way, this is somewhat Joanne right now, because, like, when I get drunk, I turn into my middle name, which is Joanne, capital J, small O, capital A, small N, okay, don't fuck it up. Okay, just one N? Like I don't Joan it looks like Joanne? yeah it's everyone says Joan I'm like no bitch it's Joanne my family just fucked it up for that's me so fun. I feel like that's such a like southern whatever too, to have like a, and this is who I really am no Joanne is a slut she's a slut and I heard and all I thought of was Lady Gaga's album Joanne I know and that's not intentional and literally like, oh, look at oh my, my license God, she has lupus who me no mm-hmm. oh have you watched I'm going to spoil this for everyone. Have you watched Five Foot Two? The for Lady Gaga? sure. She talks about her aunt who she never met. Her her dad. aunt died of lupus. I thought she died of something else. No, she died of lupus. Oh, shit. Not to. That was before. Thank they you. Had, like, what they have now. No, no, no. This was years ago. It's OK. No one's 100 percent diagnosing me because they're too scared to get sued because it's a very hard thing to diagnose. No, I mean, girl, you don't have to tell me rheumatoid arthritis. It all mimics each other. So they're like, um. But you and I both have roomies. Yeah, yeah, because they have to go like, it seems like it's probably this, but it could be a million things. And then you just have to go like, it's stress. <laughs> I mean, the amount it takes to have someone find, just having someone do a blood test and go, oh, actually, there is something fucked up was like such a relief because I walked around. I don't know about you or how you got diagnosed. I would love to hear about your story. I walked around with joint pain for a decade. Where was it? My whole body, most, like heavy in my wrists, in my elbows, mm-hmm. but like. It, it, it's now everywhere right like i have bad hips but like that's why you like weed to like help with the pain i you know i don't do it enough <laughs> i haven't no it, the, the thing is is like every time i smoke weed it's like oh this actually does help or i'll do something with cbd but i don't ever buy it it's like when it's around i'll do it and i'm like oh this needs to be a part of my you're so funny regimen yes but like because my mom forever called me a hypochondriac like when I started having joint pain I was like I mean she's like you play sports put on some icy hot walk it off I was like there's something wrong with me like in high school I so she just pain. completely and that's she, what psychologically yeah, that fucks like, you, yeah, well, fucks you, you know, up in, in retrospect it's like also 
Good move if you're a poor parent and you fucking can't afford to send your kid to the I doctor. I mean, true. Do what we got to do. You know, true. Like, you walk it off because I fucking don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> She's like, listen, bitch, put some eyes on it. You'll be fine. Just keep walking. Now I have to deal with it. When, but but you have your own health insurance now. Yeah, I do. And I fucking pay for it. Thanks. Shout out to my patrons, by the way, because you fucking help facilitate that shit. Shout out to my patrons, too, for real, though. Literally, my dad, even though he could afford it because he's like that kind of narcissist, mm-hmm. he would change the plan every time. So every time I would go to the doctor, we wouldn't be covered. He's like, oh, you're not on it. Then my mom. No, well, I was like six, you know, like I didn't know. But, but he's like, my, oh, I don't know. Yeah, my mom would feel like. You know, like sh- she couldn't provide because she was going through. She was at the Mayo Clinic having a bunch of surgeries because yeah. she, yeah, it was like really fucked well, up. My dad had like, like a le- we were on my dad's insurance when I after my parents had divorced, but it was like the shittiest insurance. Yeah, it was, like he was in the military and it was some super shitty. Yeah, you can get served on a military base, but also like my mom's not in the military, so she couldn't get us on the military base. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. But Sounds like, like the same situation, just like different circumstances. Oh, absolutely, it does. We have like very similar parallels. Fuck. It, that's why I like you. No, because I'm like, oh, you get it, and I get where you come from. I get where you come from. But the thing is that, like, I've also just gotten way more empathetic about that in general, where it's like, oh, if someone's a little bit, and this is not about you. If I'm slutty. If someone, like, rubs me the wrong way or whatever, I've got a lot better going, like, oh, this isn't about me. Like, that's not being a how we met. Me. Like, yeah, no, it's like we literally. I didn't like you when I first met you. No, and I just, and, but I was like, oh, I said something, and I think, and now I think that she thinks it was personal, and I'm just talking about like hot girls and my insecurities, and now it's fucking weird, and I think she doesn't like me, so now I guess I fucking shouldn't like her. And then I was like, she hates me because she thinks that I think I am hot, but I really had to paint my face, and we both have the same haircut, but I didn't know it at that time. <laughs> Oh my god, my hair! Honey, I, you I and just, I both. My hair didn't always look that good. That was a pageant hair. Okay. okay no, but I just said my hair at that time as if I don't have almost the exact same hair. Bitch. <laughs> okay, I showed you pictures just recently. You know my hair looks worse. Oh my god, the fucking! I just love when you send me pictures of your pat that fucking butt cut boy hair, and I'm like, oh, we've been through. We've been through the same. Yeah, we've definitely had the same phases. But just in general, I'm way better at like not going. Cause it's like I'll take a, a look from someone and it's like, oh they hate me and it's like they don't even know me. It's They're like, not thinking about me. They're in their own head. And I don't even care anymore. No, I don't. I'm just like I'm too oh, tired to care. No, I'm just like keep going. Whatever. It doesn't. It, like I don't uh, think about it. Unless you're feeding, fucking, or financing me, I'm really not interested. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody wants to. <laughs> um, let me see really quick. Bitch, um, I answered all. While you okay, as much as the yeah the hold in the psych ward was fucking obviously stressful, and you're like, get me the fuck out of here. I can tell you a cool story about it. So at the very end of my stay, what I was talking about earlier is like the doctor, which is name, whatever, fuck it, I'll shout it out, Doctor Jones. So it's like that show, Mister Doctor Jones. Yeah, it's just like that. So it's like you don't have a HIPAA agreement. Shout out to doctor, bust them out. I really don't. So let people know. He goes because everyone asked me. <laughs> I had this kid when I was in there, and the news was on because you yeah, know, wait. I had this kid, like a kid, like 18 year old. Okay. okay. I was like, wait, you had a kid when you were in there? No, 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 no. I, I didn't. Know that wasn't I've true, but I was never like, had a kid. Be clear. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for actually so clarifying no that. Like, wait, what? Yeah, exactly. So like the news was on a lot because there wasn't really that many options. But we, when you went over to. Oh, unit, that's good. Let's watch the news. All the guys were, were already triggered. Let's put on the fucking news. Well, they were like getting boners and shit because there was mainly guys in unit one. Yeah. So yeah. I was just like, oh, this is so like awkward so it was, and like, comfortable. Co-ed. 
Oh, the first, yeah, unit yeah, one, yeah. all of it was co-ed, but, like, unit two was, like, a lot more females with suicidal <laughs> eating disorder issues yeah. than it was, like, the coffee cup talking on the street. Uh, <laughs> drug addicts. So, anyway, so the kid was like, do you know what, I, man, I wish they had YouTube here. And he's like, do you know what it is? Mm-hmm. And I just, like, looked at him, I was like, I have no idea. But when I left, <laughs> you know, oh, I didn't want him to, I wanted yeah, because it's like. You have, like, an internet presence. I, but I'm not famous. Wanna... I'm not famous, but I didn't tell anyone what I did there. It was so uncomfortable. But it's also, like, you don't want to have to deal with the stigma of, like, here's another crazy actress. Or what, you know Super what I mean? weird. But when I left, Dr. Jones was like, so I'll see you on TV. I was like, yeah, you will. And that was the last thing I ever said to him. That's the last thing I ever said to me when we fist bumped each other. And you were an actress? No, he knew because he saw my chart. But, like, he was the only one that knew in that entire place. So I'll see you on TV. And you're like, well, at least you have. I was like, yes, you will. Oh, good for you. Yeah, so that's that's a a goal. (laughs) Is for Dr. Jones to see me on TV. (laughs) Dr. Jones, shout out. (laughs) It's also like, I feel like if he's even a decent doctor, isn't he? No, no one's a decent doctor at those fucking places. They could give a shit less. They're there to make money, to have paperwork filled out. As many patients as they get, the more money that they get. It's all bullshit. They They could give a fuck less. Oh, yeah, because you're just like... I'm a number. They don't really care. The more appointments they take, the more copays they get. Yep. Yeah, I think it was that with my doctor. My medication got stolen when I was there. It was really fucked what? up. Yeah. Yeah, I think about that sometimes with my rheumatologist and stuff. And it's just like, mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. And like, I didn't know this till I talked to my general practitioner who had recommended me to my rheumatologist. Because she also went to see, she's like recommended her. She's like, oh yeah, no, I, I've gotten good feedback about her. She, you know, she did her best. My Who's I, your roomie? Um, uh, her name's Dr. Bagheri. Do you like her? I do like her. But. And this is not, not a reflection on her, what she's done so far. She's been very, like, open, and she didn't put me on anything until, like... What do you want? My pa- I'm not on anything now. Good. I was on Plaquenil, and I told her... Is that I, a steroid? Or what is it? No, it's sort of a DMARD, like a... Uh, mm-hmm. It's immunosuppressant. Well, that's but not good. it's the lowest grade one. Okay. And she was like... like Would they give AIDS patients? Malaria patients. What? Yes. What are the side effects? Um, hair loss. Uh-huh. Hair loss, which I think was helpful. Why do they give you shit that's like hair loss? Like why? When you're already, hair loss is already a fucking symptom. Yeah, what no, you fucking have. Well, and that's the thing too, is that like, uh, oh, sorry. here's what happened. I had to go off of it for, I had a surgery on my wrist because I had, oh, weird. I had a ganglion cyst. So or, wait, oh, first of all, that sounds really it's gross. Wait, um, what is a ganglion cyst? It's just like a random cyst. So yeah. is that the thing that you posted on your Instagram that looked like it was in your vagina? Did something look like... It definitely... I've never posted anything that was in my vagina. Oh, when I posted the... this the um, What are those things called? Ultrasound. Yeah. Ovarian so, like, cysts. Yeah. No, I was like, it's a cyst. Yeah, no, it was my wrist. Oh, I thought that was in your vagina. No. I for sure have... Um, <laughs> what are those things called that can be in your... They're not cysts. Ovarian cysts. The, they're in um, your ovaries. Fibroids. I for sure have a ton of those. But Ooh. I'm just like... And the doctor's like... When oh. they pop, they hurt. I mean, that's, that's happened to me probably my fucking whole life. I just had an ultrasound once on those and I was like, all right, well, hope for the best. <laughs> and then now that I think about it, I'm like, I should probably have looked more into that. <laughs> but it was like on the tendon of my wrist. So like when my wrist got a little inflamed, I couldn't move it. So I was like, okay, because sometimes they go away on their own. Well, you can't, you can't hold the mic and there's like eight different like facets of your wrist. That's I forgot the what they're called. Yeah, it's like, like, this is, and it's my microphone hand. Yeah. So I'm like, this is the one part of my body I need. So I was like, okay, let's do the surgery, whatever. Was it because you were holding onto the mic too much? Or? No, it was just like every once in a while it gets inflamed because of my arthritis. 
And so when it gets inflamed, I could barely move it. And it was just really painful. So I was like, let's just get it out of there. Yeah. I talked to a hand surgeon. He's like, yeah, it'll be simple, whatever. Oh, you had a hand surgeon? That yeah. sounds kind of hot. And also, like, Wait. sidebar, he, I, I was like. Was he hot? Here's the thing. We have hot surgeons here in California. I'm sorry. They're he super hot. an Asian man. Okay. And I thought he, I loved him. I was like, he's the reason right now I have this. Do you ever go through phases of the types of guys you like? Oh, yes. I think he's the reason I have this, like, affinity for, like, sweet Asian men. Like, I'm, like I feel like you're going to end up with a sweet Asian man. I'm, well, I'm, like, right now, I'm, like, I'm really into dating, like, a nice Asian. And I was, like, that feels like I'm fetishizing. But, like. It's kind of hot. But I, he was just, like, so caring. And, like, I was, like. And he. Is this Eric? No. Okay. But he did bring. Eric did bring me. To, like, was Eric Asian? Is it, oh my god, this is an open <laughs> podcast about a secret relationship. I'm sorry, um, fuck you, Eric. Um, no, who was he? He's so, so sweet. He's Jewish. Eric did bring me to him for my surgery. He was very, he was very okay. Scary. First of all, that's not that hard to do. I know, but I think the bar is so low for like people being kind to me that I'm like, wow, he drove me somewhere. And he also he, he mm. and I was so apologetic because I have shitty self worth and I like have had 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 other shitty relationships. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm still here. He's like, no, lay down. Whatever. He made me tea. He bought me dinner. He like. He's like, do you want anything? He brought me a little donut. He's very sweet. Like, just very, like... How he should be if he was a boyfriend. Yeah, but then I was like, boyfriend? And he's like, ah! That's what happened to the last guy I dated. And and the thing is, is I think people hear relationship and they think... And in the defense of men who run from that because they have their own issues... Yes. They hear relationship. And I think a lot of men think so much more obligation. Where I was like, I don't need anything else from you. I just need to go, we're together. I don't need you to suddenly step it up. I don't need you to buy me a fucking, you know... Rolls Royce. It's like, keep doing what you're doing. I just want, like, the security of knowing I'm the only one you're going to do it with. It would just be nice to know that. Like, and I'm yours, you're mine. But I think they hear that and they think, like, my time, my money, and and it can be overwhelming. They're like, I don't know if I can do more for you and I'm going to fail and that's an extra... Instead of enjoying it, I'm now going to be stressed about it. Yeah. So, and either way, like, things sometimes things don't fit. But, like, I do think that my hand surgeon because he was like oh. funny and like he would laugh at my dumb jokes it's like i'm sitting here with my fucking gross like bump on my wrist <laughs> and he just was Are you guys still following each other no should i follow him bitch yes Anyways. i follow all the people that i've had to go to like surgery with i don't oh care God, if they're boys or girls i'm like hey you've seen my pussy hey you've seen a camera up my urethra we're gonna be friends on instagram oh my god i love you so much. <laughs> i was like you taught me how to put a catheter up my urethra we're gonna be friends <laughs> now i'm just trying to find him and i'm like oh there's so many people with your name bitch i'm gonna be a good host again <laughs> um fuck i forgot the point of that you were saying that like guys get freaked out by the word boyfriend, girlfriend. Oh, they don't yeah. want the responsibility. Oh no, but with my wrist surgery. Yes. Oh no, so like I like my She's already on that DM trying to get that dick, I'm just saying. Guys, it's not happening. I tried to pull them up and I can't. What? Um, there's like eight million people. Wait, did there. you go to Cedars? Where the fuck did you go? I did. Yeah, go to Cedars. You can easily find him. Are you kidding me? Oh I have friends God. that work there. I can, like, make sure we can find this shit out. Does okay. he work? We're, we're, we're complete psychos. So we'll do this later. After the box. <laughs> oh, no. So, oh, I had to go off 10 days later for the surgery because it's an anti-inflammatory. They give you a list of meds you have to not take. Like what? Because it thins your blood. One of them was Plaquenil. So I had to go off of it for 10 days. And I was like, here we go. I'm just going to eat as healthy as I can. Hope for the best. Went off of it. Was eating healthy. No issues. Then I ended up going on the road, so and I'd forgotten to bring it. The so flying went, makes you inflamed, doesn't it? It does, but like, I was fine. 
I went, I was, I went on the road for like a month after that. And like, I meant to start it right away, but I forgot. And then I was gone and I was like, I'm just going to have to deal with it. But I was okay. Came back. I was like, better get back on the meds. As soon as I started yeah. taking them, immediate joint pain. And I was like, no. So that's when, this was December. I made the decision. You know what? I'm going to try to eat clean, go off of them for a year and see. But it's also like dependent on me eating super clean. And I emailed my doctor. I was like, look, here's the, here's what's going on. I started taking it. I heard again. I'd like to go off of it and just see what happens. And she's like, I'll be honest. I'm a little concerned that if a flare up comes, something bad could happen. A but flare up. That is such a fucking autoimmune term. And that's like when your disease sort of like shows its teeth, you know? Yeah. And you get, do you get like shit on your skin? I don't get skin. You just much. get inflamed. It's joint. Yeah. It's like joint pain. It feels like it literally feels like I'm snapping in half. But does it show that you're snapping in half like your body? Um, occasionally I get like red and inflamed. But I don't get as much as... Are you about some, to burp? Some people who... Are you I on? almost did, but then I swallowed. <laughs> um, but she's like, but, you know, and I haven't set up the appointment I need to. She's like, but come in and get some base rates so I know where you're at so we can track it. Right. What do they look for for uh, RA? Um, there's a thing called rheumatoid factor. They basically look for inflammation and there's some type of thing. And are you po- you're an ANA positive? A- Compliment for? ANA positive. Uh, RF positive and then C what is the C one? Compliment three the compliment four that's what C stands for for what I'm tested for Some something else it's not CBC it's something else that they test for and they test for like levels of it yeah, yeah. and if you're above a certain amount and I was like way above when I started but also when I was in New York I went I mean I went vegan for a month that's so stupid which was I'm sorry you're well, so no, like, nice I, I to animals try it, and then I realized like after a while because it started with a very healthy vegan, and then it was like, now I'm eating vegan muffins and vegan donuts. You know what I mean? Like, vegan... So it's not... You know, if you're eating vegetables all the time and everything, fine. It's great. But my... I When I had followed up, I just had my three or six month follow-up with the doctor, which is a thing I do all the time. Well, you have to, yeah. But yeah, and she's like, your inflammation has gone way down. That's great. But I was also on the meds, so who knows what was what. But I don't know what the fucking point of that was. The point is... I asked you if, like, you had any flare-ups that showed up on your skin. Oh, yeah. No, it's like I feel them in my bones, but and I get – sometimes you see I love them. you, Jessica. I love you. <laughs> no. <laughs> we just said the same thing. I, was I, know. I just don't even know why I started talking about my rheumatologist. <laughs> well, because we both have them, bitch. Well, you asked if she was good. No, I asked I asked about your flare-ups and, like, if they show on your body. Because, like, mine do. Like, I just had one on my fucking you skin. Get, like, lumps? Because lupus, you I get, woke like, up. And half of my fucking face looked like I got injected. And this is, like, what's kind of sad. And I, like, I almost don't want to share it. But here you go. You get the fucking exclusive bitch. There you go. Yeah. I mean, open um, up. I didn't even know you had lupus till today. Or I don't. No one wants to admit it yet. And it's well, really yeah, annoying. You know what, though, is I will say this. And everyone's scared of it. I think of it. Don't. I'm not ever going to use it as a crutch. Because, I'm not. No, no, because. Honey, I've had pussy cancer. There's really that not that much to get like, angry I think about. the reason they are because they don't want to get sued because they're all really smart and they're okay, medical like, like but also i'm not I think an idiot because things mimic things and like the treatments are a little bit different they don't want to start treating you aggressively for one thing and find out like oh actually that's because with autoimmune stuff everything's you, autoimmune is I so confusing go, like i question if what i actually well, have is all right well here's yeah well this is what's really driving me like not crazy because well, i've been crazy and i'm i know that i'm not that crazy shit makes you go like Ugh! i honestly though figured out like i was like you know what i'm not that bad like when i was in the psych ward i was like you know what i'm like i know what kind of crazy i am 
I'm not that level. I'm actually like. I'm like a controllable crazy. I'm like I'm a sexy controllable I'm crazy. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, so I went to a uh, endocrinologist first, and they were like, "Oh, it's a thyroid issue." And so I was like, "Oh, it's my thyroid. Okay, because that you know autoimmune, whatever. It's all related." Yeah. And then I found out, oh shit, like I because I I didn't feel good on my birthday because I kept. I, I uh, kept falling asleep in the middle of the day, and I'm not. I don't sleep. Whoa. I can't sleep through that could be anything. A thing. It was weird. Well, I'm not trying to diagnose you. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. But I was. But I was ANA positive. So I was like, okay, what is it? And so when I went to my roomie, uh, she was like, okay, you're like three times, four times over, like what this is, and then your C4 is low. That's the first two things that they look for in lupus. But she's like, I don't want to give you any medication yet because you're fine. But like, you know, so this is the thing that bothers me because like talking is our money maker that's like yeah. how we relate so like some mornings I wake up and you've never had plastic surgery but when you get your lips injected which I only I've only done twice in my life but like I don't like it's not something I hate it when you have that duck face I think it's yeah. disgusting and it's very distracting and I can't enunciate and yeah, pronounce yeah. certain words when I have anything in my mouth but with inflammation I get like it feels like someone's injected me in the wrong part of my face. Whoa. Like and I, I, I like sometimes my mouth is one, but I woke up a couple of days ago and like half my face was like it no, looked like I got like, no whoa, and no it was, it was like swollen. swollen. It looked like I had fillers put in underneath one side of my eye. That's so interesting because and it sucks because like and especially when you're trying to talk like I trying to talk like, to someone full, like puffy face too. When I no up. one side there's like if you Google like or hashtag lupus and Instagram you can see this one girl and bless her fucking heart and she's such a badass for posting this but like half just half of her body half? is swollen. Yeah. Do you ever get the butterfly rash? Yeah, I had that. That was the first. In, uh, what is that? It's on the chest or the face? I don't remember. It's on the face. Uh, yeah, but but I, I had a biopsy done on my chest recently because like I got. <laughs> got a fucking spray tan and like <laughs> you know it's a fucking rash like and that rash can go fucking anywhere and i'm like oh this is probably why i'm losing my hair well, but no, i have like a i have like an ongoing chest rash and i'm like i think this is more than like my doctor's like i think it might be rosacea and like that's the fucking it it looks like eczema it looks, but it looks you like don't a, know well for a while what i thought it was was because i was on the road so much i th- because of the placement i thought it was just a chest sunburn yeah and then i realized after a while i was like oh i haven't been in the sun and it's still there yes and i'm like what in the fuck what is this i don't know it's a, but i get the because at the beginning before you get like clear shit the more i've read about it so so much autoimmune stuff mimics each other it overlaps it does it's hard to diagnose exactly what it is yeah and but it's like the suing they're also, also afraid little, they're afraid oh for sure but i think it's a little i don't want to medicate you the wrong way and then fuck you up worse yeah but also they i don't know if this happened to you but this is like really but pissing so many me off doctors are just like half of medication is like putting a fucking band-aid on a volcano treat the issue that's true the that's true but it, also treat the symptoms temporarily yeah temporarily but like have you gone in and like your diet like changing that like big fucking help for you i'm so happy that you've done that and i'm sorry i'm making you drink wine yeah, but wine there's health. yeah exactly it's it's good for your blood but going into a doctor's office they don't sometimes and this is like really what pisses me off they don't give you the tests or run the tests that they need to do. They so just they go give, yes or no, this or that. Well, I, like when I went in for my biopsy, I was like, so there's a lupus test and you didn't even fucking run it on the yeah, biopsy no, that you took? That, like, I was like, oh, nobody ran the fucking, when, when someone's like, why wouldn't they test your vitamin D? Or like, first, yeah. sure, because that's the thing with joint pain. Someone's like, it could have been a vitamin, when the first rheumatologist I saw, he's like, he looked at the test. He's like, why didn't they test your vitamin D? It could easily just be that you have a vitamin D deficiency. Right. And then he did, and that's not what it was, but it was like... At least he did it. Know. At least he did it. Yeah. But you need just, every answer. Well, and I think about that sometimes with mental health stuff, though. Like, when people go depression, 
it's depression. It's a chemical thing in your brain. I go like, yeah, okay, I, I 100% agree and believe that that is real. Did a doctor test the chemicals in your brain? Yep. Because I think a lot of times depression is a symptom, not the illness. Absolutely. Like, and I think, and it happens with, especially when you have, the more I read about it, I read about like with chronic pain and with rheumatoid arthritis. Obviously, I was reading about the, my thing specifically. Well, I'm of course. Myself. And, and as you should. Yeah. But it's like, oh, realizing that a lot of my mental health struggles could be tied into because A, being in chronic pain, of course, will make you start to feel a little cuckoo because it's frustrating. Yeah. Your, when your joints attack, when you're. I read something where specifically when your immune system attacks your joints, this chemical is released. Which I one? I forget the name of the chemical. It's okay. You don't have to know. But something's released in your body and a side effect of that chemical is depression. There and you go. Like, oh, but but also with depression, a lot of people just go, depression, take these pills. And it's like, yeah, the depression's from a trauma. Why don't you fucking fix the trauma? Yep. And, and you, uh, I heard this from your podcast with your ex. It's like you're the type of person that I'm the same way. You need to talk out your problems. Like when you're in therapy, like I just want to talk, like I write down when I'm in therapy. Like, I gotta get it out of me. Yeah. It helps. It does help. And and there's not someone there to like listen and hear you and like empathize with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just going like, let me just fucking take these pills and I'll be okay. Yeah. But they're, they're pushing those fucking pills on you because they're making money. Yes. But also in the defense of a lot of doctors. Eh. I know. No, because I am very like anti-pharmaceutical. Are you? Have yeah, you no. been on? I've never been on. Uh, the only I thing I've taken. I was on in high school. I've never taken like, them. I think it was like a, I went to a therapist. My grades were bad. And it's like, yeah, no. My In retrospect, I'm like, yeah, my grades were bad because my grades were really good when what the reward was was my parental attention. Like, my da- well, like when my dad was around, I was like, I got straight A's. And I was like, what a big deal. And then like my That's dad so left. My sweet. mom didn't care. And like, it's like, if you're not. But the thing is, it's like. You didn't have that motivation. Day, like, I am not getting. By the way, Jessica, I want you to know I have the same fucking story. So it's like, I love you for that. And I get it. And I don't judge you for that. And I hate it when people look at you and you're like, this is what my pain is. And they're like, I don't relate. I fucking relate. And I love you you for that. And I get it. No one is. You're not getting approval for like being smart. It's like, right. Why am I trying? Exactly. Because it's like, I'm not, what am I being awarded for? Of course. On a paper. Typical child. That's what they want. Oh, let me just shove her into therapy. And then they put me on like Paxil. And it's like, well, I sweat a lot now. Like, well, you poor thing. And then that's what caused the anxiety for smelling. Yeah. No. And it's like a whole trigger. But like, the thing is, is that like, fuck, I forgot that. Well, you were talking about getting your dad's brain. It's okay because you were getting emotional and you're thinking about it and it's okay because you're trying to like block it out. I totally understand where your brain well, is. Well, no, it's just like, it, oh, in the defense of doctors. I, that's why I hate pharmaceuticals. Fuck them. No, I know. I hate pharmaceuticals. They're kind of good and bad. so quick to like write your script. They fucking, they'll be wearing like, if they're sponsored like a NASCAR, you're <laughs> like, oh, of course you're being packed. So it's on everything in your fucking office. <laughs> but I also think the flaw is in the American like the medical school education system. Yeah. These doctors, the Western, are, I think a lot of doctors, a lot of think people just come become doctors because their parents tell them to, or to make money. But I think they want a lot. Of, I think a lot of doctors want to help. You have been dating Asians. They're taught to prescribe medicine. They are. Like, and then they go, oh, this is how you help someone. Right. Like, I think Western medicine teaches you. Of course. Prescribe. And then it, and, they, and they go, this is what you do. And it's like, whereas, like, 
some Eastern medicine stuff might be a little woo-woo kooky, but I think there's, that's what I like my, my general practitioner when she was like, oh, you need to see a rheumatologist. But she also wrote me a referral to an acupuncturist. I was about to say acupuncture like, is great Eastern. Medicine has its place. And she's yeah. like, and sometimes you need it. And sometimes other things aren't enough, but she's like, very holistic. Let me look at the whole picture. Yeah. But she goes, great she, GM. Well, yeah, no, but then she was like, she told me that she talked to my rheumatologist because my, my GP also has a, she also has a rheumatoid, or not rheumatoidist. She has an autoimmune disease. I think maybe Hashimoto's. Oh, Hashimoto's. Danielle has that. It's like the fucking worst. I meant to say GP, not GM earlier. Yeah, no, I know what you meant. <laughs> yeah, I know what you meant. Like, I wanted to like throw that out there because I'm like, I'm not that man. drunk. I promise you. I am. Um, well, I'll drink no, the rest of yours. You know what? Because she, she, I came and I saw her. Been a while. I was like, wow, you like, you you look great. Like your skin looks clear. You look really healthy. She lost some weight. And she's like, yeah, I've been doing autoimmune protocol. And then we started talking about it. I was like, yeah, no, I read about it. I'm trying to do it. But like, and then we just, we're kicking the shit. I was like, fucking food's hard. She's like, yeah, I didn't know. I was like, I didn't know I had a food addiction until I tried to get healthy. And she's like, yeah, oh, no, it's hard. Wait, you've never known that you had a food addiction? No, I didn't realize. I knew that I ate unhealthy, but I. Like, and I could easily joke about, like, oh, emotional eating. I didn't realize how much emotional eating I was doing until I was like, you know what, actually, now that I know it's a health thing, I'm going to clean up. And then I was like, oh, usually right now I eat a cupcake, not because I want a cupcake. And now I realize it's because I'm really sad. And the cupcake oh, makes wow. me feel happy. Wow, that's awesome that you realized that. That's really but, cool. But then it was just like, now I'm just crying on a train. <laughs> and, then, and then there's days where, like, then that's when I fall off the wagon, or sometimes I get so emotional where I'm like, I know right now I'm about to eat something. To suppress emotion, but I also know, like, right now, I don't have the time to deal with this emotion. But what about your, like, fucking period and ovulating? Doesn't that make you feel like you're going even crazier? Yes, period ovulating with, like, fucking sex? My God. No, but, like, when I'm, like, I'm, like, eating bad, like, the same, exactly the scenario that you're just, like, saying, except, like, going on the train, because, like, kind of freaks me out. Well, I was in New York at the time. I had the realization. That's what oh, I was yeah. Saying. I had the train here. My <laughs> no, I just, trains hurt my heart here. Um, but, like, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's just, it makes you crazier, I feel like. Yes. You know? And it's, like, I'm starting to get, the worst is, like, it's good that you said ovulating, because I think that's a thing I... It does. It makes you crazy. Yeah, it's like, I know it oh, makes me horny. I've been so horny. No, but, but like, times where I'll feel food. really emotional and crazy, and I go, like, oh, my... I have a very irregular period, so I'll go, my period must be coming. What kind of irregularity? And then I'm, like, oh, I guess I'm just crazy. I'm probably ovulating. Well, oh, wait, wait. Do you know your schedule? Absolutely not. Because no. you said it's irregular. So what does irregular mean? You know that means that you're not as fertile when you're irregular. I know. My doctor was, like, if you want to have kids, you should... She's like, talk figure to, it out. Talk to your gynecologist. And I was like, oh, I don't want kids. You don't want kids? No. Oh, I want babies. I don't want to pass on what I have. I also like, Wait, don't have first of all, how to raise a kid. So I think I would accidentally fuck them up. And also, I think that it's. I think that's an insecurity look, you should get over because you're a great person. I, I think, think I, that you could give is, a lot like, of love. I have the heart to be a good mom. Yes, you do. I will eventually, when I feel like I'm emotionally, not emotionally even. Also emotionally, but like financially stable enough, I think I'll adopt because I also know I'm about to get so emotional. This oh. No, my mom, my dad couldn't have kids, so they went to a sperm bank. Oh. But then, like my mom, they were terrible parents, and they loved them. They did what they could, but like my mom was in no place to have a kid. She they had tried the like, best narcissism, and because that's what you're supposed to do. And she's told me this. We've had long conversations, and we've, we've. It, it was her way of making amends. Right. She, like she never said sorry, but she's like. Oh my god, I'm getting so much. You're allowed. It's okay. No, she's like, allowed. It's okay. She literally was like, like I a couple years ago, you. 
I called you. I called you. I called her. <laughs> now nah, you touched my knee. I'm like, you're my mom now. It's okay. I called her. I was on the road in like 26 years. My first summer on the road. Like just got into full time comedy, and we, we were just having this long conversation for some reason. And I was like, cool, let it happen. And we started talking about kids or whatever. And I was like, I don't fucking know. And she's like, to be mm-hmm. honest, I don't know why I had kids. She no no. She's like, I wanted kids so bad, and I hadn't. There was I should not have had kids. Oh, well, at least she said, no, I she mean, said that's that. kind she of a fucked up thing to say to your child, way. but like that was her. And now I know at the time I was like, okay, this was thanks. her way of going, Hey, I'm sorry, but yeah. she didn't say that, but it was her way. Of, she was like, she's like, you know, you turned out so amazing, yeah. which is like the best she could do, but like and the best compliment you could receive yeah, from she's her. Like, yeah. She's like, but like, it was her way of being like, Hey, I'm sorry that I couldn't be there oh, for shit, you oh i know i'm like i'm like no, it's okay like, i'm sorry that i wasn't fit to be a mom but oh. i did it anyway but like it's okay because of that oh i love you i love you too but because of that i'm like i don't know like i've had like several times when i've been suicidal when people go like oh i'm pro-life and like because i have relatives who are like super religious and like and i was like i was like how great it must be to never have the thought that like, like i <sighs> wish i had never been born oh. like which, and, like, I'm fine now, and I'm happy, and whatever, but, like, I've had the thought of, like, why did you do this to me? You right, know? like, like why like, am I here? And I don't do that now. But at the time, how old are you in this conversation? I mean, I, that conversation was just two years ago. Like, <gasps> teens, early 20s, it's like, why would you, like, I didn't, I don't want to be here. Why did you do this to me? Right. But, so, now I go, like, and because I grew up feeling so unloved. And I'm I know there's so people who are, like, so nurturing, and they're healthy, and it's like, they're smart, yeah. You would make a great mom and like your genes would be good genes to pass on. I go like, you know what? There's so many kids out there that like, like are up for adoption. And, like don't like get like, the opportunity. Don't, like, it crushes me even thinking about that. Like, and I'm no place to like even fucking have a goddamn house plant for fuck's sake. Oh, stop point. it. No, but like I go like, why am I going to fucking go through the trouble when I know like I'm going to have to struggle with fertility I know that about myself. My mom me too. Me too. Me I too. Oh, there's a reason I'm irregular. Is like she must have the same thing. And sometimes, like I'm, I've had so many miscarriages before. You don't. T- I was about to say you don't talk to your mom about the fertility. No, issue. I know. I know that she. I haven't gone deep into it because we just don't get deep very often. Oh, well, she had, me and my she dad. Had several miscarriages before she ever had a kid, and they were spending money on these because they were going to a sperm bank. You know? Yeah. When, and then like there were moments where I was like, yeah, you know, like if you can't have kids, maybe it's the universe telling you to not fucking have kids. Yeah. But then I just think that, like, there's these kids out there that, like, I grew up without love. And, yes. and it, it wasn't for a lack of... My mom did her best, whatever, but, like, with Borderline, I was the fucking... She did the see, best she could. Yeah, you see black and white, and my brother was white, and I was black, and she didn't see me, you Aww. know? And I go, like, there's so, there's someone out there who needs love, and, like, I would rather just find someone... God damn it. Don't! I, like, my podcast is usually, like, fucking... Stop up. it! keep touching your knee i'm like it's okay babe. Knee. i feel like i shaved my like no you haven't knees. i just don't want you to feel like i'm trying to go up higher than your knee i'm like no. it's just your knee i promise because no, i love you I and i'm trying like, to be sweet i would rather find someone who's like what like this is gonna be the saddest sounding thing don't but it ties okay. back to me talking about like i think i did this on your podcast but talking about like going through enough breakups you go like you know maybe that's maybe falling in love's not in the cards for me I think you'll have kids and I just don't think that you know when it's going to happen. No, and the thing is, is like, and I'm not anti it, but I just, that, knowing that I have that feeling, Jesus Christ. It's like making me so happy to see you so emotional, so No, but sweet. it makes me think of like somewhere out there as a kid that, like, okay. God damn it. Stop 
I'm nervous because it's like until my dad left and like for so long it was like I got straight A's I did my best I, you tried hard but they like try so to please hard him, yeah. to feel like nobody loves you yeah sorry Jesus oh stop it it's okay babe no, I think that like somewhere out there there's these kids that's like there's these like little like sweet angel babies that are like I don't understand why nobody loves me I understand completely yeah fuck oh so, like, when I get to the point that I'm like you know what I think I could have a kid now and it'd be okay right I think I'll want to like adopt someone of course and even though, like, I hear, you hear the stories about like kids who are adopted rightfully like a little fucked up and they're hard to deal with it's like I would rather know what you're getting into and yeah doing that that needs it and then like you're so and it's, like, sweet and, you know, like if I'm in a position where like all of a sudden it's like you know what fucking didn't think it happened but my god i'm pregnant later down the line when i'm in a place where who knows if i'd go well let's just fucking this is part of the journey i mean right now i'd be like get it out of me i know but i think once i'm to that point that's sort of my is like i would rather you know give love to a kid who deserves it who like isn't getting it for some reason right how did we get on this wife i don't know but i'm like i feel like i gave you crying i'm like Oh my god, I love you. I love you too. I feel like that's the most beautiful story I've ever heard, and I hope that really <laughs> happens to you. I sincerely do. Oh god, I hope I die. No, I'm don't kidding. say that. <laughs> I was like talking about like mental health, and you just gotta push through it. And I'm like, I want to be dead. No. Okay, wait. In a serious note, circling back to the mental health stuff. Oh my gosh, you're the, the sweetest word. thing. I just love you, just Even though you were like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah. Here? Was there any type of? In that situation, maybe not in the psych ward, but the whole situation, any type of like self-help lesson, something you Oh yeah, of course. So I texted you because I was like, I'm on my divorce phone. So like I had to Katie Holmes, like (laughs) she she was like with Tom Cruise. Like I had to leave like that because I was dealing with a narcissist and if, and it was kind of like Stockholm syndrome. Like if I didn't leave, it was going to be really bad. That's like I had one, the one narcissist, like abusive person I dated. I was like, you have to fucking like cut go Duh. like my mom There's like not, you can't no you have to do and my mom and i had like the sneak out in the night literally that's what i did and my mom and i had the biggest fight because i wasn't ready to leave do it, have your wine do it and my mom my mom and i had the biggest fight and we don't fight we're like best friends but like she was like if you want to stay stay and like half of the stuff was moved out but it wasn't you know like it was she's like you have to fucking make a choice i'm not gonna keep i'm not gonna go through this with she's you. like i'm not gonna because you know, i let because uh, a woman leaves an abuser at least seven times before they leave for good the average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so that was uh, so she's like here we go again yeah because i've done that i did that so many times it was like i was crying wolf you're like, if you're not gonna, yeah so leave or don't leave but like stop this yeah and so we were like halfway through the move and i was like i don't know if i can do this because i still love him and she was like she knew that she was dealing with a crazy person at that point because i was like but when you have stockholm syndrome you know it, it's it's like you know you, yeah, when you're a victim of abuse you think that you you think it's real love because you don't know anything else yeah and it's like you know? the hardest part of like not the hardest part but like a, such a hard part of that is the shame mm. especially as like someone who's like you're a very smart woman i'm a very smart woman why did so you I'm do like, this but then you because until it happens I mean, to you yeah i mean that's fucking lady gaga nailed it with that song oh i know right to you but yeah. i mean i know that was specifically about sexual assault but you just go like well who hasn't had to deal with that when we're in our jesus <laughs> Come fucking on. cries right <laughs> it's a whole different fucking but podcast you, just, you know you hear the stories and you think like oh i would never yeah would never be a, what you don't you, you think women are idiots yeah you're in it and then you go like oh and then on top of everything else you're like 
I can't believe that I became this person that I thought was such an idiot. But they said that they love me. So it's yeah. like, I believed it. Yeah. And you became an idiot. But like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a whole process. It really is. But I got out of it. Yeah. And I left. So what I learned from all of that was when I was in there and I didn't have my divorce phone. I didn't have my regular cell phone. I was done with all of it. I was locked down. Similar to my 10 day meditation, only much more terrifying. Uh, we have no yeah. idea. You have no idea. I was like, I am totally okay. You have no idea. It was, it was really intense. I had this one guy be like, I cannot even imagine, honestly. I was with, I, well, I wanted to write about it. Wait, did you just burp? I love you if you did. No. Oh, damn. That's too bad. Literally, I almost like. Now I'm like, maybe I. I know. I'm like, wait, I like Loki have to pee, but I want to tell the rest of the story. Can we pause it? Can we? Can we? Of course I will. Okay, we're going to pause it. um, It was, yeah, what I learned uh, by being in that facility was when I had my divorce phone gone, my regular phone gone, I was just by myself in my thoughts. I had this great book. And the, the leader of the group was like, are you here? You can't write notes about anyone else. You're not here to write a TV show. I was like, sir, I'm not. I'm just writing down my feelings, my thoughts, because that's how I express myself. My thoughts, that's what your paper, like, interior, psych work. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, low-key, I was absolutely, it was actually called a, it was like a script book. It was like really, uh, it was a really cool book. I really enjoyed it. I um, love that. But I learned that I'm not going to allow another man or any man or any relationship, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, I don't want to, like, be a sexist or be like, I hate men because I don't. Um, yeah, the pro- I mean, like, I wish I hated men. The problem is I love them. I know. God, I wish I could hate anyone. Ugh. I know, I'm so straight, it's annoying. Um, but I am not going to allow them to ruin my future, to ruin my goals, to ruin who I am as a human being because I am my own self and I'm not going to let them destroy who I am because when you're in a narcissistic relationship and you're just completely just broken down from the abuse you lose who you are and i found who i was in the most unlikely place so that's I what i learned i love that Aww. yeah next question bitch or unless next you want me, question, unless you want me to like interview you with all this sexual shit with your no. pink wig on and shit i do like everything about it though. i mean i'm gonna have to buy this exact soup's egg. hot oh my gosh you and krista said the same thing it's so funny oh my god I want, we should all hang out i would love that That'd be amazing. She's a really sweet person. Um, the rest of the questions my patrons had were about like your career stuff. So, oh wow, they I care about that. I referred to you as when I posted, I was like, she's a. I referred to you as a comedic actress. Oh well, thank you for thinking. I'm still thinking, thinking about a phone call me. Um, <laughs> well, because I think you do more acting than stand up. So I was like, comedic actress. That makes Honey, sense. Honey, I don't do. I haven't done stand up in five years. I know. I'm good about that. But have like, you taken any? Are there any acting classes for comedic acting that you've taken? I love Leslie Kahn. I think I she's took great. Leslie Kahn. I think she, did you go to her intensive? No, I did. I I was when I had a full time job. Were I did. No, this guy Tyler. Powell. Tyler's great. I love him. Yeah. I also was like, fuck me. Yeah. Um, Isn't he gay? Is he gay? I think he has a kid. Like a biological kid. So. Okay. <laughs> I was like, nothing gay people can't have kids. No, 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 no. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. He could be gay. Um, Maybe I liked her too. I couldn't. Go, I remember like the. I it was when I had a full time job, and I was like, I can't go to whatever. What did you do? I worked at a um, nonprofit school for blind children. I did public relations to raise money. That sounds difficult. It was a lot. Um, I raised money for them. I did PR. I got the volunteers. It was like you were. You did seven jobs, but you were paid for half of one. I um, know. And then, you know, eventually I branched out into not doing that. What year? 2013, I believe. <gasps> really? Yeah, and then for two and a half years, I did, like, 
whatever bullshit jobs I could get that Anything. were like temporary. Yeah. Drove for lifts, walked dogs. I Love did that. you. Um, worked as a temp for uh, the fucking. <laughs> I'm like doing fake injections on my face. Plastic surgeon. Yeah. Um, and then by 2016, I was full time comedy. Love. Yeah. No, it was great. Uh, that's so funny because that's the only one I know where I'm like, yeah, no, that was a good one. What about the best deal you've ever negotiated for yourself for comedy? Oh, they're all bad. Ah! I know because the things I've done that I'm like, I'm going to ask for this much money, which is probably crazy. You know They've what? They've been like, yep, okay. And I'm like, boy, I should ask for a lot more money. You should. You know why? I'll have what he's having. Remember yeah. that? Remember that like, whole like slogan? that uh, I forgot who what person it was. I, I think it was someone in politics. I don't know that from wh- When Harry Met Sally. Oh. That's the only line to know what I'll have what she's having when she does the fake orgasm. Oh, that's it. totally different. No, no, no. This is a girl who was talking about how her income was completely lower. She oh, and someone's like, what's your rate? Yeah. I always think about that. I'm like, well, I, I always think about, well, not always. It's a new thing where I feel like I want to do that on the next thing. Like, well, you know, if, if a club were to be like, well, what's your rate? I'd be like, well, what are you paying so-and-so? I want what so-and-so's getting. I feel like every n- comedian, if they go to any school or any class or anything, they should learn how to fucking negotiate. There, I mean... Everyone's so weird and private about it. I feel like there should be some sort of... I'm pretty honest and open with, like, the people that ask. Yeah, you know? no, I know. And I feel like, you know who's great about that is uh, Ari, Ari Shafir. I feel like Did anything I've you? ever asked him, he's been like, do this, do that. And he's been very, like, transparent about, you know, if a club's, like, fucking him over or, like... He was the first person who told me, because I got into a festival. That's how I got became friends with him. I got into a festival in Switzerland just <gasps> by submitting... Was it the yeah and he was like the big it was their first time having english speaking and he was like the big headliner and i was just one of five other people who were english speaking who got selected and i remember being there and being very apologetic to the like staff about they're like well when's your plane leaving i'm like well it's it's at this time but you know if you need to take me with someone else i can be there earlier and just hang out you know i was very like of course whatever you know you're like whatever i can do to like yeah and he pulled me aside and he's like hey just so you know um you need to know that you are peers with everyone here and you should expect the same treatment as everyone else. Of course. You are just as qualified to be here as anyone else. No one did you a favor by bringing you here. You are allowed to ask for what you're worth and it is not a hassle for you to ask for, like, to be given a ride to the airport when you need a ride to the airport. That's part of what they're supposed to do for you. Absolutely. And he's like, I need you to know that going forward. Like, no one's doing you a favor by hiring you. You deserve to be there. So don't feel like you deserve less than anyone else. And like that was eye-opening. Game-changing for me. I was like, wow, this comedian who I look up to just said like you're you deserve to be here. And then like a few years later when I interviewed him for my podcast when he was like, yeah, you are a qualified professional. You are just as qualified as anyone else to perform on a show. I was like, he's just been very helpful. And I, he's and it's not it's nothing special for me. He's always been very much like that for up and coming comedians. He's like an open book. So I really respect that. You should use that as like a demo for any person that you get that wants to represent you or work with you in the future. Like Ari Shafir has my stamp of approval. Yeah, no, he's like, yeah, no. And the fact that he'd vouch for me and he's, he has a few, a few clubs that I've done and stuff have been because like, and he never told me that directly, but like somehow it got back to me that they're like, well, you know, Ari told us we need to book you. You're so fucking humble. It's so cute. Oh, I love you. Well, I'm just, you know, you should hype yourself up more. I'll hype for you. I'm you the shit, bitch. You kind of are. Thank you. What's, um, do you think anyone can learn to be more physically comedic? I think physical comedy is the most universal comedy that there is. Not everyone understands your language. Not everyone understands your inflection, but they understand like anyone gets hit. It's funny. 
I mean, I for know. the most part. You know what I mean? Like physical Shot comedy. Freuda. I know. Yeah, exactly. But uh, physical comedy resonates with the entire world. And that's what does so well, unfortunately, online. You know? And oh, God. It's like fails. Do you think that can be yeah. taught or you think you either have it or you don't? Is it like singing? I shouldn't say that. I mean, I think singing a lot of I think it's like you audio tools, tools now. to like make your voice better. But I think some people just can't. Is that as wrong? It's like no, I some people uh, can, can dance, some people can't. Yeah, you know, like I feel like physical com phys excuse me, physical comedy is something that you could teach, but it, I feel like it's something that's a you rhythm that you're given. You, yeah, you know, you're born with it or not. And I think some people just have the right body type for it too. Like when you look at like Jim Carrey or like my friend Eric, oh, he's so good. He's um. British comic. He was living here for a while. He's back in the UK now, but like he also is very, and it's not just tall and thin people, but he's also very tall and thin, and it's just he looks his like body it. shape is so silly, and it makes you laugh. Yeah, and it's great. Yeah. Um. Do you think there are general rules to make a performance more funny? I think the more honest you are, the funnier it is. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. The more transparent, like yeah. I think my favorite, the things I laugh at the hardest are the things that I go, oh my God, I thought I was the only person who did that. Yeah. Or like that experience is like, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. Okay, cool. And like, I love taking dates to comedy clubs to see what they laugh at. Because you know that's what they're like. Yeah, because you're like, oh, okay, well you jerk off into your plants. That's good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was super specific, so that happened. <laughs> oh, that's a thing that like only you were on board with. Yeah. That's creepy. <laughs> um, Do you dance? Of course. What's your favorite style? Ooh, it depends on the night. Like, <laughs> like last night I was twerking like a motherfucker, but that's because I was in heat. <laughs> Dude, twerking is, I feel like I, I want to do more it. twerking as like a workout. I've been, it is, only the last couple of days, because I've always, I learned how to twerk in fifth grade when my, my dad left, we had to move across town. We moved into like the projects, and then so I went to a school where, where I lived was Southern Mississippi, so it's like all the. Wait, you moved to Southern Mississippi from Alaska? No, I moved to Alaska from Southern Mississippi. Okay. But like, my we were in this like little suburban neighborhood, probably majority white. Then we moved to the other side of town. That's where all, there was like a bl the black neighborhood. I became friends with all the black girls. They Loved taught me how to work. That's why you became funny. I mean, probably. I'm not kidding. Like, there's no. I I love black comedy. No, They're I know. I fucking, fucking like in Living Color. I grew up on all that. Living Single. Like, yes. That's my jam, and like doing. Uh, Black rooms for comedy. I mean, Richard Pryor is like my fucking favorite. Eddie Murphy, like, oh my god, Kevin Hart. Even I love. I mean, come on, it's so great. And just getting to be like full silly. Yes, people embrace that, and they love loud white girls, which is like my fave. No, I love it. No, I love doing rooms like that. I like that's fucking perfect. And when you can dance, they fucking love you. I mean, I'm sure I look like a fucking wild chicken leg. It doesn't matter. Well, I grew up in Atlanta, so it's like I was oh, like always funny. the token white girl, like in yeah. every room. I just so. always say, like I got the skills, but like I didn't get the body. Shut up. But, no, I mean I just I like like when you watch someone with a butt twerk, it's a different. It's like majestic because there mean, are women who have those butts that it's like this they're is all like implanted. a separate entity. It's implanted. I mean, I have a couple friends that like it's not, but they're just like thick girls, and then their butts are, like next level. And when they do the like, like shelf bloop bloop bloop, yeah, yeah. Where I come, like I'll just set my belongings on top of your butt. <laughs> but I've been like the last like couple weeks, just <laughs> been, and this is the thing I've always thought about doing, but I've never like given myself the gift of it. I'm gonna wake up and dance. Yeah, you should. Like, hey, mom. As I look, mom, crazy. we're talking about twerking, so I've just yeah. been waking up and doing that. And I'm like, this is also a good workout. It is. Oh. It's a super good workout. 
don't feel my mom's super cool she's gonna go up to her, her room and be chill so don't like his mom's the best no i, I just realized i'm like talking about twerking no my mom loves it hospital literally pink wig i and was I'm like hello i was thinking that i was like oh man my mom's gonna know shit change she's just gonna be quick <laughs> but no my mom is like the most cool I mommy mom. she's like she awesome. no she's awesome like she's like the most supportive like i was twerking last night next to her and filming her with the grind with me song That's on so funny yeah the she grind. didn't like it. You're in a mood with this grind with me. You know, bitch, I need to get laid. You've seen Girl. my pussy. <laughs> me ball. Yeah. Oh, somebody's got to shake those hairs loose. <laughs> I was going to trim this Christmas tree, y'all. Bitch, I was going to have, I was going to film me getting it waxed off. I took a picture at the beginning of last year. It was just from up here. Yeah. And I like, uh, I don't know what I did to censor just like my lips, but then I just put new year, no dad. Shut up. But that's like, hysterical. People are crazy, like, is that real? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's real. New year. I put and new year, new people, I have a, I have a vagina, a tattoo above my vagina that I've done a joke Wait. about. Wait. And a lot of people were like, I didn't know that was a serious thing. Like people would heard the joke. And I was Wait, like, what does it say? Oh my God. It's a photo of Clover that says lucky you. I know. Right. Well, when did you I just did a joke about it this week because it started, I feel like it's starting to fade and you can't even tell it says lucky you. I feel like it looks like it says like Louis Yen or something. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. Oh. It was, I, I got it when I was 18, spring break, Daytona Beach, St. Patrick's Day. Oh my gosh, Daytona Beach. Okay, that's close to Panama City Beach. Yes. <gasps> but Daytona, and that's why you like fucking country music. Okay, favorite country music artist. Go. Miranda, no, uh, Sugarland. I love Garth Brooks. I love Sugarland. I love Miranda Lambert. There's a great Sugarland song that I love. How does it go? Bitch, I have to look is it up. Is it Stay? Is it, is it a it's an earlier song? It's, it's when the girl was still in the band. Is it? Is it the one where she moves to Hollywood, Baby Girl? How do you know all of this? Oh, oh Sugarland is like, there's on one, I don't know what website it is, but on one of the websites where I have a password, one of my password <laughs> questions is, what's your favorite band? It's Sugarland. Don't like, say that out loud. I mean, it's a dumb web. It's not like my bank or some shit. Okay, Sugarland. Enjoy the ride. Oh, wait, twice the speed. Something more. I liked that song from 2004. 15 minutes left to throw okay. me together. Right? No, wait, maybe I'm fucked up. Yeah. Monday. Okay, I was thinking of a different song, but I love that song. And then the other Hard one was to "Want wake To." Up. I don't want to. That was my song with the guy, and then he dumped me. Fuck him. What is that? Fucking. Mm-hmm. I packed a cooler and a change of clothes. This is so funny because I almost did an acapella video today, and I was gonna start doing videos that said "Sugarland Sunday" on my Instagram. You should, because it's an, uh, it's like I like the alliteration with the S and Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Because I sing, and I'm trying to find a way to like casually work it in just for fun. Let's jump and see how far it goes. I wish I could play guitar. I know. It just hurts your fingernails too much. No, so much. And I feel like what's the use of me learning now with my RA? <laughs> I'll just be sad. You could be the hero. Like, yeah, she overcame. <laughs> um, but didn't come. <laughs> I never came. It's because of these creepy claws. <laughs> Honestly, I think right now it's currently because of my wine teeth. But, like, I'm just going to throw that out there. I mean, I'm about to go to a birthday party with you here. <laughs> um, wait, did you find what is the biggest difference you found between working on films and shorts and working on a TV series? First of all, it's much better when you work on a project that you're passionate about. That's your own that you write and produce and create and direct yourself. Oh, a thousand percent agree. Yeah, I, I, I much more enjoy that. Uh, when you're working on a film, the hours. I mean, it depends on the web series and how well it's produced. If you have a first AD, which is always helpful. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> I mean, then obviously the better it pays, the more you want to work. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And the longer you've been in this business, the shorter you have, you're like, oh, it's a credit. Yeah. yeah. So excited. Yeah. But um, the film, 
you know, the stories can be a little bit more intricate. It takes a lot more. The, the only shitty thing is once you rap, when you do a film, you're like, I did this thing. And it doesn't come out for like three years. Because then you're like, someday I'll show you guys what all the work I just and did. And you don't know. Like, I produced uh, Night of the Living Dead. I was one of the producers on it. And I was like, when the fuck is this thing going to come out? Like, I shot it in 2014. And it didn't come out till like 2016-ish. Frustrated. And I was like, oh. I, I had a publicist I hired that I was like, okay, well, I can't. Excuse me. This is my sister's dog monkey salsa slash babs oh yeah i don't know if you guys can hear that but yeah babs is coming down the pipeline yeah she needs the attention she's I that thirsty will steal that dog will you yeah you should bring it to the party and see how well it goes oh my god i would love to. okay but yeah so that's that's the biggest difference but it's always better when you make your own shit i agree there's just more unless it's like a credit that you can get to like sell yourself for a different show that will help yeah. you the thing is, is like every other thing is like you're trying to get credits so that you can do the thing you're passionate about. I mean, isn't that what collaborating is? You know, yeah, it's I like, mean, like what's the difference? Except you're getting paid and you get residuals. Fuck. <laughs> I still get residuals from whipping Daniel Tosh around, and I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. You know, so it's so funny. I get I residuals from Tosh Point <gasps> and I What'd got you do? cut out of an episode. Were you I with don't Carly, like, Carly Rose, yes. did she book you? And I like I question if go? like it's a mistake. <laughs> no, it should. I'm be. getting residuals because like. In the episode that aired, like, I am not in it. I did a full scene. They cut me out, and I still get residuals. What was the scene? He was pepper spraying people in a park. Did you get pepper sprayed? Yeah. <gasps> but, like, they cut out. He, they did. He like, cut me out. Were you in one take, though? Did, were you, like, was it a quick day? It was very, yeah, it was really quick. He's always, like, one take. He, well, from what Carly told me, he hates sketches. What? He, like, hates doing those. Why? He just wants to stay in the studio and make the jokes. He's very much, like... Excuse me, as I burp into the mic, stand-up comedian. He like just wants to do his jokes. He doesn't want to fucking. He's and he was such so an polite. Asshole. Oh really? Yeah. What I found was like he was so nice to me that I was like thrown off. Really? Yeah. Oh, he was such a dick to me. That's so interesting. I wonder what the difference was. Because well, I was like, he was in a ball gag and I was dominating him. And oh, that makes sense. <laughs> He's probably like a dick to hot girls. He's like, fuck. Oh, you. well, you're hot. What are you talking about? That's what I was like. Wait, why was he a dick to you and not to me? I mean, you were also beating him. Yeah. <laughs> I and had also, a you never know like what what's gone on in that person's day and how much they're like. But she did say he has like such short patience for. Her. It was so funny because I posted on my facebook and stuff and i was like i'm gonna be on tosh point now and she's like hey i'm really 13? sorry 2013 or 2012 yeah and she's like i'm sorry we had to cut you out and i was like she's like but i'll have you back on and then she w left and went to another job yeah like where did carly go she's been she went god where are you carly she hates me no she does does she yeah what'd you do nothing i'm friends with her ex-boyfriend max landos oh i thought her ex-boyfriend was brad how many ex-boyfriends does she have? I don't know, but I said to her one time because she was so pretty. And her Carly! Was so pretty. I was like, Carly, you don't even need makeup. Like, I didn't even know you were wearing makeup because her makeup was like so flawless. She looked beautiful. And yeah. I said that to her, and she thought that I said that she didn't look pretty without makeup on. Oh. And I'm sorry if I just farted because like I can't <laughs> pull my asshole right now. So if you smell yeah, anything, I'm like, Thank other God you don't have like good nose. Other game shows and other reality. And Is she still around? I think she wrote on a show for a while. She's still somewhere. The last I talked to her was in my DMs because I was going to Edinburgh. And she's like, oh, I'm going to be in the UK. Let's try to meet up. And then it just never happened. Oh, we never kept in touch because I think she hated me after the makeup moment that I was giving her a huge you compliment. So Literally, funny. I bet was she like doesn't beautiful. hate you. And I bet she's doing the same thing where she's like, I think she hates me. No, I swear to you. She like held like a grudge resentment oh. when I said that because we were at the Rainbow Room doing stand up. Have you ever done that room? 
Oh God, years ago. It's yes, like a teepee. I think years ago, as if like, yeah, you haven't even done stand up. It's like, yeah, back then. It was so bad. That room was so awful, and there's like a creepy biker guy in a vest, and no one's paying attention. No, people don't care. They're like, hey, you're not a famous rock band. <laughs> Oh. And you're like, but let me talk about my battle. And the bartender's like, I'm about to start. I'm about to open the bar up here. Like, we don't want you. Shut the fuck up. And it's like, why do you even let them do a show here then? I know. It's not even a real show. God. And then there's that downstairs area, like, once you're in the teepee. Yeah. Like, what is that? I don't. It's not room. It's so, is that still even, is the rainbow room still there? Uh, the rainbow room is still there. It's but so like funny. After, like, shows in somewhere, I'm like, it just doesn't exist to me. That's I how much know. of a workaholic I am. I love that about you. But I totally would low-key have sex there one day. Oh, no. It would be so good. Throwing it out there. High-key. Are you kidding? Ah! <laughs> All right. Let's see. Closing thoughts. Let's go I up. have sex questions for you, but... Yeah, ask a couple more sex questions. For your bonus, for my for the bonus of my s- fans that will be like, well, she'll never have sex with me, but at least... I mean, know. the fact that we've gone this long is like... God, I love you. I feel like... I love you, too. I feel like we're like... Um, Wait, I have to remember my password. Hang on. <laughs> Fill the space. <laughs> Fill um, the space. So she's typing in her password. Listen. Okay. <laughs> we're doing a couple more dirty questions, and this is part of her. You guys, if you haven't fucking already subscribed to Girl Instructed and you're listening to this, like, get over there. She's got a Patreon where she does this, but also the fucking actual episodes, like, the non even if you're not going to become a patron, like, they're so good. They're so deep. I love them. Thank you. I love you. I was like, um, speaking of being deep, so if you've ever made a sex tape, how often would you watch it? <laughs> Never. Oh. Oh, my God. Here's the thing. And and I'll tell you this. And it's based on, I had a bit when I started stand-up, which was based on a guy proposing to have a sex tape. Wow. I love how you've been proposed to. No, not proposing. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the closest I've come to. Pro- like yeah, they're just like, uh, uh, they get on one knee and they're like with a camera. Would you like to have a sex tape with me? I don't even like the way I sound on an answering machine. Have you ever had to listen back to your voice for like a voice recording or like watching videos? I get nauseous yeah. watching videos of my stand up. If I watched myself having sex, I would never have sex again. Because like you think you're going to be hot. You know, you think you're like when you're in the moment and you're like really into someone, you feel like you're the sexiest person in the world. And God bless, like you actually are like very attractive. You're so very sweet with my red teeth right now. Thank you. I mean, I appreciate that. But if I, but like the reality is I probably look like like a dying hyena when I'm ha- just like, like one eye closed. You don't. Sweaty. When I'm having sex, but like and I'm really into it. Oh, God. I like, look like I don't I'm ever want to know. Like, I, it's like, I already have so little of a chin, and then I'm probably, like, pushed back. Why are you so, like, who the fuck told you your chin isn't fabulous? Because your chin is amazing. Photos. Sid? Photos no, bitch. Of me that some I girl at. or guy or photographer, some stupid manager no, bu- just, bullshit it's person. No, uh, thing I'm self-conscious about because. I Someone told me I needed a fucking chin implant. Guess what? I would never get a chin implant. I just know that, like, my chin is small enough that whenever I've gained, like, a couple pounds, literally, like two pounds. Like when I say a couple, well, you're four eleven. Fa- my face is the first place it shows, so I'll go from having like what feels like a skinny face to immediately like, and it's like a pound, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! It looks like I've ga- it looks like I've gained five or ten because of a pound. Right. So it's just frustrating. Yeah, I get but you. it is what it is. And the RA makes you a little inflamed, a little sometimes swollen. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm gonna keep telling myself. It's the RA. I, I gain like forty pounds, and I'm like, it's a flare up. Shut it. Shut it up. Okay. Um, th- what uniform do you find the sexiest? Ooh, that's hard. A UPS driver. Really? Yes. I want someone to just deliver a package and fuck me like I'm a bad person. And deliver an orgasm. Yeah. Or I like pilot's uniform. Mm. There's too much. I feel like I, I like have too cop. much trauma. I'm like, oh, you want to pull me cop. over? I'll fuck you. 
Yeah, fucking with that night stick. What Halloween costume have you felt the sexiest in? Um, let me think. Oh my gosh, Just I have the best couple. question after this too. Sorry. You know what? I think it was the year I went as Alice in Alice in Wonderland. Ooh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I was a dominatrix one year. So ah, I love it. I know. So this is a great question. I love this question. Three people want to get in your pants. All right, Jessica. Three people. All right. Yes. An Olympic athlete, gold medalist with a banging body. Hey, daddy. One, two. A movie star recently named the sexiest person alive, or a billionaire. Who would marry me? Who would marry me or get in my pants? Maybe both. Maybe both? Maybe. You know what? You can only choose one. I'm going to say movie star because the movie star isn't necessarily... Uh, as in shape as the athlete, and I feel like I would feel less insecure. Oh my gosh, shut the fuck up. Wait, do you think the billionaire is going to have a good body? Of course not. No, he's a slob, but he also is a billionaire, so I feel like he'll have like some weird taste and be very critical of me. I feel and like anyone who's a billionaire has a little bit of a psychopathic thing. That's so much money. I completely agree. And I don't want to deal with a psychopath. I would rather deal <laughs> with like, yeah, movie star, yeah, maybe it never, like, we don't. Don't you think that they're slightly psychotic, though? I mean, maybe, but also, like, some of the best movie stars aren't, are, like... Like, what's his name? That, um, the guy from House of Cards? <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't fuck me. I'm not a little <laughs> boy, but... Maybe in my youth. I'm trying to think of, like, who is would be close Brad to... Brad Pitt's kind of hot. Oh, kind of hot. Brad Pitt could stab me while he's fucking me, and I'd be like, yes, Brad Pitt. Did you know that he, like, bought that one girl on a date? What's her name? I forget her name. I don't know. Why isn't it me, Brad Pitt? Are you listening? Bitch, please. Um, uh, my friend said he talked to him the other day. They, I don't know where he was, but I have a friend who was like, yeah, for 20 minutes I got to talk to Brad Pitt, and he was just the coolest, most down-to-earth guy. I thought I was going to throw up, and I was like... He oh. seems really humble. That's the craziest part. But then I have to go, like, okay, think about... Think about all his children. Relax. Oh he is God. still like a divorced dad, which almost he's not divorced hotter, yet. Um, oh, they're not divorced. Not yet. No, I can facilitate that. I'm a lawyer now <laughs> by appointment. <laughs> Are there any bodily functions that you've accidentally had during sex? Um, this is a real thing. I was getting eaten out by a guy, and he like was finger banging me so hard at the same time that I. For sure, queeped all over his head, but he just kept going. Oh my gosh, I queefed all over one guy, and I didn't know what it was when it happened because I was so young. I was like, "What is it?" There have been a lot of times where like I've queefed during sex, and like a couple times I just ran out of the room because I was so embarrassed. But this time, this guy, it was like, <laughs> and he just kept going, and I was like, "All right, I guess we're just fucking." It, it was great sex. He also was fucking me from behind and pulled my hair so hard that my neck cracked, and then I came so hard, and I was like, "I almost died." Oh, is this the guy that you're like, kind of like? Mm. Um, I still love you, but not really. No, this was like a couple years ago, and then like, come to find out, girlfriend. I don't know if he had a girl. He had like a girl he was talking to, and then like, I was on the road. He went back to LA, and I had been on. I just stayed on the road for like three months, and then he immediately was clearly in a relationship. Not long after that, and now they're married. But now I, they're married. Now, and this was two or three years ago. So, but is he a comic? I don't want to talk about it. Ah, um, but you. there was this one time where I was. At a bar after a show, hanging out with him and another, a female comedian, we're all sitting having drinks. She gets up, goes to the bathroom, and this was like while I was dating my ex-boyfriend. He knew that, and he was definitely dating this the girl that he's now married crisis to. crisis guy. Yeah. He grabs my leg, and he's like, he's like, oh my God, I can't stop thinking about that time we fucked. That mm. was like some of the best sex I've ever had. And I was like, 
And I just started dating that guy at the time. And I was like, <laughs> this is awkward. Yeah, I know. Because I was like, oh, God, me too. It's such a good sex. And I was like, no, yeah, no, it was really, it was really good. It was um, a nice experience. Now, isn't she going to be back in a minute? <laughs> he was like, oh, God, save me. I'm so weak. Gosh, there's so many moments like that that happen in my life. Um, okay, so how would you trick out your dungeon if you had one? A dungeon? Yeah, just rem- recall the photo that I sent you earlier. Mm. Oh, my dungeon? I mean, I'd probably be in one of these beds I'm sitting in right now. <laughs> That's for sure. You, you know have what a medical you fetish. I found this, and I put it, this is so stupid, I have an Amazon wish list. Why? I'm not a porn star, but every once in a while I'll share it, and I'll be like, in case anyone's crazy enough to buy me one, this is filling the hole my dad you left. You know, I kind of love you for I that. I love you. I went to... Uh, my friend who lives in, I have a friend who lives in Reno that I met on the road and she's awesome. And anytime I go up there to do shows, I just crash with her and she's got this really nice house. She's like a fabulous hairdresser. Love. But we went to, um, a brothel, like a whorehouse. Wait, with the one that we got closed down recently oh that Lamar recently. Odom was at? Oh, I should look. I don't know. The, the bunny, bunny ranch? ranch? I think it was the bunny ranch. Yeah. Oh my God. We went, no, Mustang Ranch. Oh, but totally we went there. <laughs> yeah, and we went there, and we were just having drinks in the bar, and she's like, "Yeah, it'd be fun, whatever." And then a girl who she she didn't this is this was so funny. There was a girl there who was you know working, and she's yeah. like, "Oh my god, she used to be a hairdresser with me." So of course, so awkward. But the girl comes over, "Hey, how are you?" She ended up giving us a tour of the whole you know ranch. Oh, cool. so she was friendly. But they had this fucking dope ass. It, it was like a lounge, but it was like a uh, like wide enough for one person but it like just like curved it was like this weird curve not like a chase lounge no it was like this thing that you could definitely like bend your back over and like it was like something a sex you would use for chair. Very, like sexual yeah. photos or whatever or you could just get fucked over yeah i would get one of those ah. i was maybe actually in one of those recently not like my own but like maybe yeah. a swing a sex swing but maybe 100 like, percent a but sex swing. something to like lightly be tied up i don't want like whips and chains though oh like but like s- maybe like something to tie my hands up <gasps> but like i don't i'm not into whipping i'm not into sexual races good i mean <laughs> god bless you but like but i bruise so it's like eh, only so much i know i'm just a fucking i'm like i've been Do you like to be electrocuted <laughs> what no i didn't even know that was a thing oh my gosh it's awesome i'll electrocute <laughs> you need to feel it just so you like ah like it's like awesome you put like a little blindfold on, you get electrocuted. That's the thing hot. is like I like the idea of a blindfold, but I also I am mean, like, well, are you gonna kill me while I'm blind? No, but you could electrocute someone else too. Like there's different s- attachments. That's <laughs> true. No, bitch, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I look like I'm toothless with my red wine scene. Oh my god, right mine now. are worse than yours. You're fine. I look like I'm from the 1700s right now. With my <laughs> 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 I'm like laughing and I'm like, it's so scary. <laughs> He's going to electrocute me. Okay. We should do that as a video. Um, 100%. If I get 300 <laughs> iTunes reviews, I have so few. I'm like barely at 200. If All I get 300, I, I will do a video of Sid electrocuting me. <laughs> so go leave me a fucking review. Please leave a review. Please leave me a review. And the last, the last thing I'm going to leave you on was yeah. the weirdest place you've ever had sex. <laughs> uh, Tom Sawyer's Island at Disneyland. In the bathroom. The fact that you had sex at Disneyland makes me wish sex was not true. Yeah, unfortunately it was with like a person I hate, so it's like tainted, but it was great. We fucked in the bathroom. I'm down for it. I'm here for it. I love that. I'm very into bathroom sex. Um, I'm I'm down for any taboo, you're not supposed to be here sort of sex. 
same. I'm sorry, I just farted. So I hope you don't smell. I love you. Can the you fact that you didn't acknowledge it, like at least thirty I seconds prior. Sure I thought I thought I did something on this because it was like <laughs> very like. What is this plasticky leathery like? <laughs> leather? Leather? No, it was totally my ass, but I, like I didn't want to acknowledge it in the middle of the <laughs> No, I just didn't. And I was like, she's got a bad sense of smell. Let's see if she says anything. Didn't happen. Oh so God, you're a monster. <laughs> Where can people find you? Plug your stuff. Plug your butt, you farting bitch. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. It's probably the bad wine that I just poured <laughs> myself. Um, you can find me, Sid Wilder, on Instagram. You can find me. On my other Instagram, which is my podcast, Girl Interrupted, I am also on Patreon, and you can find the naughty questions that I ask your lovely, amazing host, Jessica Michelle Singleton, and it's a Patreon, Girl Interrupted. Please, please, please go check it out, and I'm on, like, Twitter and, like, Facebook and all of that, but SYD, not STD Wilder. That's so sweet. That's, I almost sent you a screenshot today, because it was, I realized it wasn't uh, an autocorrect. Yeah. It was just my fat fingers, but I thought no, it's it changed it. Is it? I'm like, I love you, Dad STD. Yeah. And I was like, this is <laughs> And I really don't hilarious. love him. <laughs> <laughs> like, the real autocorrect is that it just tells my dad I love him. Basically, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I looked down and I saw, like, a camel toe, so it's great. It's a like, um, great way to end the book. <laughs> I looked down and I have, like, pubes glowing off the sequins I'm wearing. First of all. I mean, they're not as bad as yours. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Basically, I'm going to get laid tonight, Amazon Michelle. Forest. Oh, my God. Get <laughs> You need to. Okay, we're all, we're both going to leave and go find Dick. You guys, go find Sid. Be her fan. Follow her stuff. Enjoy her. Thank you for listening to me cry and laugh. And it was the, the most beautiful experience. You're the best. Thank you for having me. I love I you. I love you. I love you more. Bye, idiots. Bye. There you go. The lovely Sid Wilder. Didn't I tell you? Fuck yeah. Uh, share it with your friends because everybody's a little bit ignorant sometimes. Get to know about Sid. She talks about it a little, but just the, you know... Her Instagram persona of just being this like hot, fun girl. And it's like, oh no, the dirty truth is, you know, she's human like the rest of us. And I love it. I love her for it. And I am very thankful for her willingness to share. Uh, and I hope you will also share this episode. Uh, also, don't forget to leave the sub- subscribe review. Leave the rating and review and also subscribe if you haven't already. I hope I roped you in with her because she's fabulous. Um, big shout out to my League of Extraordinary Idiots from Patreon. It's uh, Gene, Matt, John. Shit, I don't have the list in front of me. Motherfuck. Greg, Kathy, Terry. All right, I had a brain fart for a second, but I was like, I know I'm missing someone. Um, and uh, they're part of my Patreon. We do Google Hangs and we fucking chat every month. They help me dig deeper into these questions and uh, they get postcards from around the world for me. And it's just cool. It's like a cool little community of people who. Uh, who get my brain a little and like we get to examine all that stuff and pick it apart and it's it's very fun it's a fun group of people and you can join all different levels patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed for a dollar a month one dollar a month you can support me your fledgling artist weird friend in your ears uh and get bonus content and i um i'm happy to share it with you uh what else do i want to say I don't know, you guys. Factor75.com. Check them out. I've been using them. And they gave me a little code, JMS Comedy, all capital letters, to get $40 off. Uh, if you are interested in um, some home delivery of healthy meals, they got wind of my obsessive want to be healthy but constant failure and how I don't have time to cook. And I've been using them. I'm on week two. I'm really loving it. It's um, no gluten, no refined sugars, all, you know, uh, non-gmo grass-fed etc etc 
So check them out. If you're like me and you aspire to be healthy, but you also are a workaholic who doesn't have time for fucking cooking because it's just heat it right up. It's good to go. It's all been delicious so far. Uh, that's factor75.com. Um, please keep in mind, no guest is or claims to be a representative for other people with similar identities. They're just one person sharing their own ideas and uh, from their situated position in the world and experiences. Uh, so that was Sid. Don't think that every woman you see who's super hot on Instagram and super funny is also everything she said because she's just her and that's her unique, beautiful experience. Um, share the episode with your friends. I think I already said that. Um, yeah, thanks for being here, you guys. Uh, and thanks for always uh, sending your questions. You can really jump in on the conversation. You want to start a deeper, something spurs a thought in you that I didn't cover. Maybe you want to... You want someone to talk about it with. We have a Facebook group. Ignorance is blessed. Hashtag idiots. It's a nice little tight knit group. We really engage in there. And uh, we're always looking for more stimulating conversation. Because seems to be a lot of curious creatures like myself. So get on your Facebook. Ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots. Come join the fun. Uh, keep asking questions. The more we ask. The more we learn. The more we know. And the more we know. The more we can look down on others. Who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? Thank you for listening, and thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots.